which is different than the gorillas in their midst. Well, I said midst. I don't know that there's a movie gorilla in the in their midst. Yeah, that would be really. Be. That would be Planet really of the Apes. That that. I hope it comes. I hope it happens, and that people are just sitting around. That's and that's like, my next horror movie. Like Gor- gorillas out. in their midst. Well, that's actually what happens when the children fall into the gorilla pits at the zoos. Well, that's a children in their midst. Oh. That's a little bit different. No, I was referring to the horrific things that happens when you associate people in gorillas. So, it's just no. It's just like you're sitting around at the Oscars. Everyone's in their everyone's in their uh, monkey little, suits, little monkey suits. Yeah, and then there's and a then real you, monkey. It pans out to the audience, and there's just a gorilla sitting there. It's it's a gorilla. <laughs> And everyone's like holding their nose (laughs) in the Oscars. Welcome back to the Jack of the Shadows podcast, episode 45. This episode, we covered chapters 49 through 56. In other words, the last couple of chapters of The Fires of Heaven. <laughs> That's a quick, great way to start off. <laughs> is, I, I, I don't know that it was a last couple chapters. It was more than it a couple. It was a lot. I'm more than a handful. I'm Eric yes. VC, and as always, I'm joined by my favorite mac and cheese, the VC boys. Say hello, oh, Dave. I'm cheese. <laughs> I'm I'm Dave Cheese. That the means Adam's cheese. the Mac. Yeah, I'm the one that holds everything together. Return of the Mac, baby. Yeah. This episode, we will be doing, we'll start out with our view from Dragon Mount before moving into salad uh, days. Just salad Rib days. Ribeye days. Right. Right. And then, uh, then we'll get into a little get Randy before saying happy trails, and then wrapping up with our Kaplan of the week and who leveled up. My oh my, did so much happen in these eight chapters. Now I know we read two more chapters than we normally do, but it feels like we read an entire book more than we normally do. About like eighteen chapters. <laughs> yeah. Especially with this book, we definitely have. Can you remember a more eventful end of a book than this one That up to where we're at? No. I don't think so. No. no. Eye of the world. I mean, you know, discovering of uh, Terangriol and the eye of the world itself and some sandworms and the, the Forsaken are on the loose. That's as much as sandworms. we got there. This isn't Dune. There were worms in the in the. Uh, they were worms, yeah. but I don't know. If they were sand. Worms. Wasn't that a desert leading oh. up to the mountains they that were, they were in? I'm pretty they were sure ground it was. Worms. Okay, yeah. ground worms. Yeah, <laughs> they were under the ground. Yeah. Well, as that's where most do. <laughs> as worms do. Yes. <laughs> yes. They well, do. Uh, what they uh, do. In Tolkien, yeah, they got those those cave worms or whatever those things are that that board under the mountains. At the end of, okay, well, at the end of the, the, the Dragon Reborn, you got the Dragon Reborn fighting in the sky above Tanchico. No, that's the end of the Great Hunt. The Great Hunt, thank you, yes. He's fighting yes. in the sky, he's, right, so that's the Dragon how, Reborn is... That's how that ends. The Dragon Reborn, he's in Tyr, and he's climbing, he's climbing the Stone of Tyr, and he's bringing all the Aeol, and they capture Tyr, and then the Shadow Rising... They're in the waste for a huge percentage of it. It ends up... He fights Asmodian at the end. He fights Asmodian and... Well, Moraine defeats one. Moraine He's in the defeats middle of, Bilal. So, who, so it's Bilal. And then who is the one that he goes off chasing? It's Ashamael. He finally beats Ashamael. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. He finally beats Ashamael. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's important. So then we move on to the Shadow Rising. And then at the end of that, he 
He fights Does Asmodian he? and Lanfear shields him. Kool-Aid Man reveals himself as the poser Kara Karn and Lanfear reveals herself. This has a lot more than any of those did at the end. Yeah. So let's let's get into it with our view from Dragon Mount. So chapter 49, we begin with to Boanda, which is the place that yeah. it's where Galad could afford to send them to. It's about a third of the way to Saladar. So the women, the women get the refugees aboard the River Serpent and pay Neris after much debate and set sail. While cleaning, that guy's hysterical. Yeah, he doesn't. He he's a woman hater. He just won't even look at them. Yes, he's not a fan of women. He lives, Elaine puts it, puts even though he has a wife and kids, but hair. right. He's away Elaine from his wife and kids all year. In his place. They discover that he's a smuggler. Ooh. It's not like their best friend, Bale Doman, wasn't a smuggler. Right. I feel like everybody in a boat is smuggling something. Yeah. Nynaeve knows Elaine channeled the wind. Oh, this is you, Adam. Sorry. I, this is one of your one of your things. So talk talk to us about Nynaeve and Elaine and channeling the wind. Do this they, is not one of my things. It is. Do they see all the colors of the wind when they do that? Nynaeve knows Elaine channeled the wind to oh, help yeah. them. Oh, it is one of your things. What do you know? I was right. <laughs> one of your what yeah. things? What are you talking about? I sent notes so that this would go smoother, and it apparently is not going smoother. We're off to a good, another good start. <laughs> what did you want to say? Uh, Nynaeve knows that Elaine is channeling, and Elaine says to her that she is turning into a frightened rabbit, and she needs to pull herself together, which is basically just what has been going on with Nynaeve for the past, I don't know, half of this book. Yeah, well, well, it's ever since her confrontation with Mugwain. Yeah. No, it's Mo- her, her confrontation with Mogadine. I would say it's, it, it was it was crystallized by the confrontation with Mogadine, but I think the confrontation with Egwene has set Nynaeve on the back foot for a while now. Nynaeve complains about Elaine not considering the consequences of Elaine's actions. Okay, Nynaeve. You tell people yeah. about how they just go and make decisions with you know without thinking about the consequences. That's fine. Well, she's really she's really good at doing that as well. Nynaeve heals the passengers, and Elaine continues to study the Adam. Some big-eared refugee just disappears one night off the boat. Kills himself. He killed himself? Yes. He just couldn't take it anymore. No, well, he figured out he had nothing to live for, apparently, and had no prospects. And that, and that was the point of what was going on after they mentioned that. They talk about the women who are having no prospects. Well, he apparently figured out he had none either, so that was it. Or maybe somebody gave him a mirror for the first time, and he was like, these ears! No, because then Adam would would not have been able to pick him to be his, you know, his Coplin of the week. I definitely would have. I didn't even remember this guy with the big ears. (laughs) Eric is going for his, you know, his Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, the moment, which is my most hated of all the Rudolphs, that moment of naive, naive confirming Elaine being a princess in front of Brigitte has finally occurred. Yeah. Which is funny because we were just mentioning that at the end of, you know, the last chapter. And that, I think that was my, my willow was that she didn't know. Yep. And then that's, and this has happened like two weeks in a row where this has happened where we've, we've been like, what the heck? And then all of a sudden there you go. It pops up right away. It's yeah. Good timing. But Brigitte, it, but it, it's like still doesn't really believe it. Well, I, she she believes it, but she's not apologetic about it at all. She's like, uh, okay, mm, mm-hmm. and they kind of go and talk about it. But Elaine's like all miffed, and I would be too. I'd be like, I am the queen's daughter, you see. And she's like, okay, whatever. 
I'm just your. She's warrior. met so many queens' daughters; <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Right. Yeah. Little, little, little I'd be with. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in Camp Elaine there, with being a little miffed about that. So then, these women <laughs> use a little poke leaf to wash the black out of their hair, and Brigitte resumes her proper name and attire. They oh, dock back to business. They dock yeah. at Boanda, but uh, Nicola, Merrigan, and Arina stay with Nynaeve. Nicola, I don't like these. I don't like these women. Nynaeve bargains a trip for her little group and these these women to Saladar. Neris says yeah. Saladar has been abandoned since the White Cloak War in 957, which little was little you know, which was 40 years ago. So Saladar yeah. has been abandoned for 40 years. Once again, I want to ask what what was Galad doing going there to a town that's been abandoned for 40 years? He had intel. <laughs> That is, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. I, I, I agree, Dave. He had some sort of intel. I don't he know had where that intel, intel coming from. He had intel, but not enough to make it to, to drive him there, even despite of the fact that there's some nut job proclaiming to be the prophet of the dragon reborn. Nani reflects back to the first night on the River Serpent when she traveled to Teleron Riode. She stayed a short while, and Egwene did not appear. When Nynaeve returns, she confesses to Elaine she is tired of being afraid. I'm scared and tired of being scared. Sick so, and tired and tired and sick. She knows what's, she's recognized what's going on with her. Nynaeve's confession helps resolve some of the rift between her and the other women she's she's been around. A little bit of between her and Brigitte, that's for sure. And Elaine. Mm -hmm. And Elaine takes yeah. them both back to the dream world and they visit Camelin and the two rivers, and in the two rivers, the number of houses have increased. Yeah. Let them increase and multiply there in the two rivers. And they seem to be doing that. There's a large three-story built, three-story home built just outside the town. I wonder if it's this got a This is good because I was wondering what on earth Perrin was up to. I guess he's building houses. He's building he's homes. He's not building it. They, they you don't think he's, he's getting a, his hands? No. He's a blacksmith, not no, a No, it's contractor. not that. It's the town wouldn't let him. You think they're going to let their quote-unquote lord build his own house? Heck oh, okay. no. All right. Gotcha. Well, we so you know, think they had a barn raising. Putting, yeah. We know someone's putting roofs on those houses. I was about to say, I, I was asking you, do we have a thatched roof or not? Probably not on a, <laughs> not on a well, I don't know if it's, we don't know whether yes, it's made do. of stone or, okay. We well, do. I'm honestly going to go with, I don't think we do. And I'm thinking that being the case is that I think what they're showing is going on with, with the two rivers is that it's, upscaling it's becoming more like an actual town not a village and so we're seeing the actual transformation of the buildings yeah so hopefully our little oh. annoying senbui is gonna be out of a job well the, the real question is how strong is the thatcher's union in that town when they allow that home <laughs> well i think it's have, just him not have so, a thatched roof yeah hey he kind of redeemed himself He's going to have to learn a new trade is what it is. There's a large plan. <laughs> He's going to have to learn <laughs> shingling. To. <laughs> the shingler. He's going to have to expand. <laughs> yes. Thatching and shingling. There's a large plinth on Booyan the green. Sons, flanked by two thatcher poles. and shingler. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just imagine him on top of the, the shingles with his burning feet just i don't know why but i imagine him as like wee willy winky i don't know what it is i wouldn't even know what wee willy winky looks like he's running he's running wee willy winky is fleet of foot however yeah well it's got to be to be a thatcher hopping up on these roofs i mean we already discussed he leaps up there in a single bound yeah and he just jumps from one roof to the other so he's no longer jumping over candlesticks 
He's jumping onto buildings. He's Wee like, Willy yeah. Winky doesn't jump over candlesticks. That's, that's Jack. little Jack Horner. No, no, he sits in a corner. Nope, he jumps over candlesticks. That's Jack B. Nimble who yes. jumps over candlesticks. Yes. Wee Willy yeah. Winky we all is running through wrong. the town. So from Wait, the roof, from the roof, yeah. you could probably see the large plinth on the green, flanked by two flagpoles. One has a red eagle, and the other one has a red wolf, mm-hmm. or wolf, as some of us wolf or chronic correctly pronounce it yeah not a wolf they at vis- what point do you think this news is going to get to more games <laughs> three, three months books from, from now, now. <laughs> i think it already did it, it already did uh the the fact that there is the red eagle i think has gotten back to more gays not the red wolf so maybe no. that maybe that plinth is a new development it, it might be i don't think she i think she would care less about the wolf than she would care about the red eagle because she knows what that is the other one she may be like yeah whatever they like wolves they then go and visit the Omerlin's chamber. The number of chairs there is now down to six. So Elida is still this whittling away at in her inner circle. Yeah. The triptych of Bonwin is now gone. So Elida has realized she's never going to learn that lesson. So she might as well get rid of those three images. Yeah, I, wonder, I wonder what happened to them. It appears she probably burned she them. Lit it on stake. fire. Yeah. It appears someone has thrown something at the drawing of Rand above Tomon head. There's a giant gash in the photo. <laughs> Cranky Elida, uh, not getting her way and throwing a tantrum. Yep, more than likely. That's what it seems. <laughs> Elida has learned of Rand's entry into Kyrian with the Aeel. She's not learned why Niall is recalling those children to Amadisha or where Davram Bashir is. So this mystery of these two of these two actions, which has been going on since the beginning of this book, has still not revealed itself to her, though we know one of the answers. Elida is irritated with the lack of response to the amnesty she's willing to extend to. She's willing to grant those Aes Sedai who have not returned. And then they return back to back out of the dream. So since admitting her fear, Nynaeve and Elaine have returned to the world of dreams every night. It seems Elida is aware of the gathering in Saladar and has commanded them to submit to her. What is the what is the command that she's issued to these women? Let my people go? No. No. You can return to me, but... Oh. How did she get wind of that? Well, what do you think? It's got to be a spy. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a I'm spy so in their midst. Spies. There's spies everywhere, everywhere. There's a spy. Here a spy, there a spy. There are spies. Yeah. Ugh. Amongst the, us. The spies hide in every corner, Adam. Is, is there a spy between us? <laughs> yes, it's called the internet. There aren't enough. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's called just Google. Us. Big tech. She tells them that they can return, but they'll all be demoted to accept it. So who let's, just, let's run who and do that just right had away. arrested one of. Right, right. One, one of whom she I mean, said, what? Does she think they're just going to hop up and down to do right, that? Right, What a dummy. Uh, it's, yeah, it's She's not, so full of herself. It's not the wise way to go. Elida has also received a letter from Queen Tenobia of Saladar and Queen and King Isar of Shinar to quit meddling in their affairs. So she's congratulations, Elida. You've already reduced the White Tower and Notch in two of the kingdoms here in Westland. You've ticked them off. Well, not only that, but like she's crumbling this institution. She she probably is not even aware. Well, she's, she's too a, busy, busy building her own tower. She's outside. aware now. The question is, does she accept what's going on or does she just de- blame it on these on these two rulers rather than recognizing that her own actions have lowered the esteem of the White Tower? She probably blames kingdom. it on Tower 2. Right, probably not. She's not she, she doesn't do a good job at self-assessing. 
Have the Borderlanders generally respected the Aes Sedai to this point? Which, by the way, is where these yeah. two kingdoms are. So They're in the north, not the so, west, yes. So shouldn't this really be a major sign that she's really screwed up? Yeah, I mean, but she won't recognize that. She, she's got blinders. Oh, man. I don't like this woman, even though she's not a dark friend. I've been saying the that blinders. for how long? <laughs> Nineveh and Elaine yeah. start teaching themselves. A long time, Dave. Start teaching themselves how to. Min- well, you originally said she was a dark friend. I so thought she might be. <laughs> Fair. I, yeah. well, I still don't know way, that she's not. But from the get-go. yeah. Nineveh and Elaine have started teaching themselves how to manipulate Teleron Riot, and they seem to be gaining some skills there. To yeah. pay the bills. Egwene and Nineveh. I'm sorry. Elaine and Nineveh enter Teleron Riot and meet with Egwene and Amis. That well, Egwene. Which I don't she, know. Okay. Yeah, because she launches right into a description of the battle outside of Kyrie before Nynaeve or Egwene can even start right, speaking. Right, because she doesn't want them talking. <laughs> she she calls it, interestingly, she calls it Rand's victory. So I feel like we've been around Rand for so much to this point. And, and the thing that happened in Tyr seemed to me more of a, of a dragon reborn moment than a, a conquest. The thing that happened in Tyr. Can you expand that a little more? Well, Rand grabbing the sword and becoming the ruler of Tyr. Okay. So the Aiel climbing the wall. Uh, yeah, there were several things that happened. And then, so and, then and then what happens in the waste seems to be a collaborative effort between Rand and the Aiel. This is the first time where, where I feel like Rand is a conqueror. Everybody's talking about being his victory, and Egwene calls it his victory, and people are expecting him to sit on the sun throne. Yeah, I, I didn't even think... See, I'm like in the, the other camp where I felt like it was a collaborative victory more than Rand's victory because well, Matt killed Kuladin. He had the help of the girls to help rain down the lightning and thunder and storms. I mean... He, he Well, any 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 leader's victor is going to be a group effort. Well, right, except for Tyr. Tyr, I felt like, was mostly on him. He led the way, and the Aiel happened to be going there at the same time. They didn't know he was coming in. They didn't, but they did help conquer the stone. I mean, think about Rand versus the entire stone, you know, stone of Tyr. Well, he pretty much did that when he rained down lightning and fire through the whole thing with Kalendor. But yeah, Wait, but isn't he, that when even Rando then there were a bunch got... of other people fighting too at the same time. Yeah. Go ahead, Adam. And Lanfear saved his life. Yeah, Lanfear helped out there too. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's always going to be a bit of a collaboration. Egwene's mentioning of this as being his victory really crystallized for me. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's right. He is a conqueror. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought for me that was crystallized before when they talked about him getting money. Like, here's money that you are due. What? Right. Oh, yeah. I guess you really are yep. a king. Yeah, that was that was yeah. a step that was a step toward this. This just seemed that was a realization of something that had occurred. This was a he defeated a bunch of people and now people are talking about him being this king of several provinces. Well, we'll and we'll get more of that here in the next chapters when he's in Karian and you know, the, the ladies being thrown at him and stuff. So oh yeah, gosh. absolutely. Colavir. Amis says Rand listens to no one except Moiraine. That's interesting because all this time we've been talking about Moiraine being an advisor in absentia and here everybody else is like, including Matt, because remember Matt's like, Moiraine is, Moiraine is all Rand listens to. Yeah. So yeah. Moiraine apparently is more effective than the book has been letting on at this point. Other, otherwise, all these people are just delusional. Rand's been in Kyrian long enough to found a school of craftsmen. Yeah. So he really is a conqueror. He's founding schools. He's setting up he's not just public a works. Apparently, this is better than a conqueror. Yeah, he's apparently a this visionary. Awesome. He's a philosopher king. Yeah. 
Ami, he knows uh, what's good for the people. Amis tells them that it's Rand... It's good to be the king. Rand has sent some, some <laughs> Aeol south to Tyr. The wise ones have asked Moiraine to ask Rand why he's done this, and Moiraine has just not answered those questions. She's like, you're going to have to figure that out for yourself. She's not giving up, you know, those political secrets. Nynaeve tries to take the offensive with Egwene, but Egwene interrupts again and asks her to report the news. Yeah. And now for this. This just in. Egwene asks if the rebel Aes Sedai will join Rand, and Nynaeve thinks they have no choice. Do we think they have no choice? If they want to differentiate themselves from Tower 1, then yeah. Tower 1. <laughs> I'm calling Saldar Tower 2. <laughs> What's the frequency, Kevin? <laughs> yeah. If, they, if they've got Loghain, which we know they're going to use as a, as a, as a tool to decide the nation's students. And yep. it's pretty clear that Rand is the Dragon Reborn. He's already pretty much conquered two, two major things, mm -hmm. places. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I would want I would want to be associated with them too. Yeah, we, we know Tower One wants to. So right. well, we we find that out here shortly. But I said I though they just don't like being they like thinking that they're the ones that are making decisions. They don't like being forced into making decisions. And maybe they'll convince themselves to think that way. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll do some sort of right sophist maneuver. Well, and, it, it'll be like the you can't fire me, I quit right, thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't fire me. I quit yeah. in my mind quit. before you fired I quit. me. Yeah. Amis asks Nynaeve why she's appearing as a specter in Teleronriod, and Nynaeve shows her the plaque she's using, and then Amis instantly expresses displeasure with anyone who can channel and enter and simply channel and enter into the world of dreams. You know, we're encountering a lot of people that are very territorial about Teleronriod. <laughs> This yes. is my domain. This is my domain. This is my domain. Yes. I mean, it's you got the forsaken yeah, claiming like, it. You got the wise ones. Yeah, it's a weird world that pocket. You just that wanted to get that in there. Larger. Of no, the two. I it's super weird because everyone thinks that they have. I would like to know how much control the wise ones actually have. None. They can't. No, they. they, they I mean, they have control over their existence within it. But they don't seem to be aware that the Forsaken well, are using it. Not just, <laughs> right. their, not, just the their, not just their existence. They've got they can control they control the lane or Gwaine. So they've got control over other people's existence in there as well. Well, as long as they see them. Well, right. Yes. Right. But we are once again, I, I don't think it's fair to talk about them not being aware of the Forsaken because that's like True. It, that's an unfair comparison. It's kind of like me being the mayor of Wheaton and trying to control Illinois and being like this is my territory. This is my state. You can't, right. Well, you only know Wheaton. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, but I know it really well. And anything that happens in here, I'm really in control of. Well, I guess it, how much can you control the infinite? Because that's what it seems like this place is. Well, right, right. And that's just that this place is incredibly expansive. So, yeah, it's like me me trying to control my city and, and thinking I'm in control of the whole state. It's crazy. Now, it seems like they are able to move their city around pretty well, though. I would like to spend some time in the dream world with Amis when she's not just like giving people a dressing down and see Ticked what off. she can actually do in there. Yeah. Speaking of which, which Amis does actually admit that these meetings are more profitable than she initially imagined. So she is yeah. recognizing that even though something she was pretty against at the beginning has benefited both parties, they then quickly. It's kind of a big growth point for this woman. Yes. Yeah. Our three accepted then quickly travel to the mistress of novice quarters where Egwene gives them a good tongue lashing for almost 
revealing what she asked them not to. So is Egwene what Nynaeve once was now? Ah, getting she's close. on her way. Right? <laughs> she's learned from the best, the wise oh. ones and Nynaeve. You know, I mean, and I, I don't want to take her side, but she is also in a difficult spot. Oh, indeed. She's, she's in between two sticky spots. Because she's not supposed to be there. So that's, you know, that's right. her problem. But if she's not there, she can't pass all this random information along to Nynaeve and Egwene, or Elaine, who are now really going to need this yeah. if they are going to be the, the forerunners of, of Rand to Tower 2. <laughs> I'm just going to keep using those. <laughs> that's fantastic. So it is important. It's like it's almost like she really does have now. In the beginning, she didn't have to. Well, she did kind of had to. It's like she had to break that promise in the beginning because she has a greater promise. The greater promise is with Nynaeve and Elaine and Rand because the Dragon Reborn promise is going to trump the lesser promise of... Tower One. Well, not even Tower One of, of the Wise Ones. Yeah. From the get-go, she was screwed. That's true. Now, I do not like the way that she's not being honest with the girls about why they can't say what they can say. I mean, she should just come out and be like, yeah, well, here's the deal. Why doesn't she? Because she lied about it to begin with. If she had told the truth from the very beginning, she wouldn't have lost any power to Nynaeve. Why didn't she tell the truth in the very beginning? Because she didn't want to be subjugated to Nynaeve. She was trying to keep the moral high ground and be like, I'm, I'm the perfect person, right? I'm the one who, who, who is doing all the right things. And she was, she's worried about the fact that her disobedience might reflect negatively on her. And it's right. how she's gained the upper hand with Nynaeve because she revealed, yeah. she revealed to Nynaeve how she was being hypocritical and she gained the moral high ground. And if she reveals the fact that she's been doing all of this stuff behind the wise one's back, all of a sudden she loses that leverage. Well, I have a feeling at some given point, the shoe's the going to will drop. Come out. Yeah, yeah. This, this lie is eventually going to come out. It almost did I'm just surprised, now. Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't yet. I don't know, with the exception of at the very get-go with the girls, she should have just been like, here's the deal. But she had no choice but to do this. I still think that there's there's some area in here where she could talk to the wise ones and, and explain how important the information that is getting conferred is. And I'm sure they would agree to her communicating that information if they could be there with her. Oh, right. Because they would have to control the situation. Because once again, the IEL are for the IEL. Sure. They don't care about the rest of the world. I'm usually pretty pragmatic, but this whole, but this whole situation that she's gotten herself into... I think there's another way to do it other than to, than to be duplicitous because I think that Egwene's character is there's always some greater reason for her to disobey. I mean, she can rationalize that every I single don't even time. Think she, I don't even think, she, but we can rationalize it too. I mean, I just did. Sort of. But once again, my counter to that would simply be there, there, there would have been another way to do it for her to hold her promise that she kept. Because don't forget, she, I don't know. She I just don't know what the wise She did make a. It's it's unlike any other agreement that she said she made a promise to these women, regardless of how ridiculous we think the terms were that they set for her. She made a promise to them, and she could never believe that she was actually going to be able to. She was going no, to. No, I think, to it. but I think they're using her just as much as she's using them. So that's interesting. What do they have? What do you think the the wise ones have to get out of it? A stronger link to Rand. A link to the tower. You think the wise ones want to be linked to the tower? I think they want to be linked to everything because they're they they going into the other world now. They have to know the tower is going to want to kidnap their people. 
if they've got someone who's tower, who's now trained by them, who is an advocate for them in the tower, absolutely. So maybe Egwene can have some sort of say when the tower's like, we're going to train your people. Wouldn't the easier way to go about doing that to be easier on Egwene rather than more difficult with her? I think they're just on, that's just the way they are in general. I don't think it's yeah, particularly I don't think- to Egwene or anybody. That's just their stock and trade. I don't think that that's the original reason that they brought her over, but I would agree that, that there's definitely that benefit for them. Well, well no, I, think I think they brought her over because it's... Rand. Well, they, well, I think it's also a territorial thing. I don't think she's that close to Rand anymore, so if that's what they're no. looking for... I well, think no, but that's that been ship. happening. As Rand's gotten harder and harder, he's pushing everybody away. Well, she is too, because she's becoming more and more Aes Sedai and less and less Egwene. I think Egwene, Egwene is very close to Rand. I Sedai Egwene, not so close to Rand. Well, I don't think you can separate the two out anymore. They're, well, I can, I don't, if, I can yeah. if I put them on a spectrum. Original Egwene, I Sedai Egwene. Well, right, There's but I, don't think, I just don't think that we've had. I don't, I don't think, think we've had those moments with Rand and Egwene. <clears throat> well, we haven't, but time. but Rand, but we have had moments where Rand has thought to himself that Egwene is becoming more I Sedai, and he doesn't know how much he can trust her anymore. That internal monologue has occurred. Yeah, right. That internal monologue has occurred, sure. but that's also the infamous two rivers stubbornness of built-in well, prejudice. But whatever. But I'm not the the I'm not debating why. I'm simply saying that's what's going on. As she, as she becomes more, I said, I she's she's distancing herself from him because of that prejudice. Well, is she distancing herself, or is he distancing well, whoever? Her? I mean, it doesn't matter. But no, I, I think is, that does matter. No, the distance is occurring. Well, I, the reason I say it does matter is because of the intent of what the wise ones and what I was just saying. If they're having a link to Rand and he's pushing her away, right. he's defeating why yes. they would want her to be it. That's my point. But it has it, it's less to do with her and it has more to do with him and his distrust. The point is, if the reason that they're trying to bind themselves to Egwene is to get to Rand. One reason. It's, not it's, the, that's yeah. not going to work. It's becoming less and less valuable. Well, we'll see. Less and less valuable a link. She dresses him down, and then she disappears. She throws down her right, gauntlet, she gives, and then she's gone. Right. And Nynaeve can't hold on to enough anger to keep channeling into the plaque to stay in the dream world. Before waking... She needs to get that under her control. Before waking, yeah. Elaine travels to Elida's study, and learns that Elida has issued that warrant for Sherium's arrest. So it's Sherium who is to be re- uh, reduced to the accepted. Not every, but Not everybody in the tower. Oh, because she she's back? had a warrant. It, no, no, no. She's had a warrant issued for her arrest by Elida. Sheriam, the yep. mistress of novices? Mm-hmm. Who is there in Saladar. She's an important right, yeah. person. And then they arrive at the banks of Saladar. Wow, that happened fast. Remember when I said I thought it was going to be the entire purpose of the next book? Well, not only that, it was like they were only a third of the way there, then all of a yes. sudden they're there. Yeah, it's a swift river with with uh, Elaine. They, uh, they got those. Yeah, they got Elaine's wind using wind behind. Well, they the got sails. off. They got off the boat. They they don't get off at Saladar. They get off at wherever, and then they are walking to Saladar. Right. All of a sudden, they've walked all uh, two thirds of the way there. So no, they haven't arrived at Saladar. They've arrived at, at the shore the of, rivers yeah. edge. Of Saladar, right? Well, Saladar's inland. Now, when they all of a sudden do end up in Saladar, it's super fast. You don't hear about anything in the journey. Well, they moved from Boanda to, to the shores of Saladar super in a chapter, and I thought it was going to be in a, a book. This was, a, but it was a very long chapter. Chapter fifty: To teach and learn. Nynaeve, Elaine, Swan, and Liana are in the common room of the. All of a sudden, they're questioned there. By the That's my point. There's <laughs> there no. Go. There's no there's village. No- 
villages in between. There's no bickering. There's no so much we've gotten yeah, before. Yeah, I think there'd be some bickering. Well, there's bickering to come. The Aes yeah. Sedai question whether what, why Swan sent the accepted off as off as Black Aja. I think our explanation's pretty clear. It's it's certainly they the don't right seem one. to like it though. Well, no, because now they want it. They want to imagine that this woman that's in front of them has always been beneath them rather than above them. And, and even just the, well, I didn't know who I could trust, so I trusted yeah. the two people I could trust. That makes sense. Yeah, she could have done. Know. She I don't want to get into that. She could have better done a better job of like logically explaining how she got there. I mean, it is weird. These two brand new people to the tower. They're the ones you're going to send off versus you're telling me that Moiraine was your only friend in the tower and the only other person you could have trusted in the tower. You got voted to the Amarlin seat with only one person that you could trust. Kudos to you. Well, I don't think that's looking at it quite right. You might have gotten there initially, but all sorts of things have happened in the 20 years since she became the head of that's the Aes Sedai. Yep. You would agree with me, though, that it, it, it there's a decent enough reason to question that decision. Her logic is yeah, She would have to give okay. more information to back it up, which they don't seem to really care about. But, you know, the the other thing is is this. It's they they're it's not a democracy. She's the Amarlin seat. Her decisions are, you know, her decisions. She makes she makes this, they have. right. But the, there's the Hall of the Tower, but but the Hall of the Tower really only We've never seen it get brought in to make a decision. She makes her decisions unilaterally. So the Aes Sedai have learned of Elida's awareness of their location now through Nynaeve and Elaine and the conversations that they've had with Egwene. Nynaeve and Elaine are dismissed without punishment. So good for you because Swan and Lyanna didn't get off that easily. Fowlane comes to have Irina and Nicola tested for the ability to channel. Fowlane, I don't like her either. So, well, no, nobody does. She's she's there to be disliked. Tom, Julian, and Uno offer to abscond with Nynaeve Elaine and <laughs> to go to go return to Rand. Very valiant of them. Garth Brynn appears to ask Uno with help training the cavalry and Tom to play a game of stones. And since they're not going to be absconding anytime soon, both men agree. As he leaves, he criticizes the way Swan has handled his laundry. Yeah. My britches are dirty. As many digs um, as Garth can get in on Swan's ability to handle his laundry, which, by the way, she's not doing. Right. It's apparently Min that's not any good at it. He should He should get in. There is a point that Morvrin says to Elaine that they need to study the bracelets if Elaine can actually specifically make one. Yeah, I, so that's kind of a big deal. I love it. everyone just doubts everybody else's ability to do something. It's like if one of these eyes said I can't do it, they can't possibly believe that anyone else can. But yet they all have different ajas and they all are recognized to have different powers. So well, why this, would that be so weird? This isn't a matter of having a different power. Think, this is a matter of having so much power that you can do something that they didn't even think was possible any longer. Well, right. But I mean, we're seeing that happen more and more often. Well, we're only seeing it happen with these three women. Yeah, through well, these three incredibly powerful gals. We're seeing it happen with Matt and Perrin. Well, they don't have any oh, exposure yes, yes, to those yes. men, though. All they have is their everyday eye Sedai lives where not a whole lot. I mean, think about everything that we've seen happen and we've experienced over these five books. And think about what the eye Sedai, your day-to-day eye Sedai is actually experienced, which is not much other than the tower splitting. 
Well, which they've for also many experienced more, more, more and more men channeling. Which has been happening over the last 20 years. So I don't even think the last 20 years. I think it's like the last three to five. Let's say five years, three men in five Whoa, years, which is really? a huge, which is, is a huge might, There might be more that we know that we don't know. Uh, about. I, don't know. I think, I think there was a reference in one of the books that there, that there's been three men in five years, which is really unusual Rowling, because up to, that, Spain, up to that uh, point, it had Wire, been, Sun, and yeah. it had been like, you know, one guy every, you know, every seven or eight years. Four. There's four that we, House four that, four that we know of. Rowling, Darkspain, Guaira, Malasan, Loghain, and Mazram. Other than that, like their their lives have have maintained a certain amount of normalcy, and then and now we have this huge split. And now, now not these, so much. And now these women are in their midst who are claiming to be able to do stuff that hasn't been done since the age of legends. Swan demands Nynaeve teach her how to use the dreaming ring as well. So there's a lot of demands getting made by the Aes Sedai. Teach me this. Teach me that. Oh, by the way, you're still just an accepted. And yeah, meanwhile, and then Nynaeve, yeah, and then Nynaeve says to Swan to, to see if she can study her to see if Stilling can be healed. They do strike a deal, so a deal gets struck so that she can, so that she can also study yeah. Swan, Liana, and Logan to try to figure out Stilling. Nynaeve does. You keep my secrets, and I'll keep yours. A deal is strucken. Elaine joins Min. Min says that the three with the three women who have joined Nynaeve will be trouble. Min and Elaine discuss their love affair or their lack of a love affair and the fact that Min doesn't know who the third person is, but a good thing they've got their friend Avienda watching Rand, so she'll keep whoever that extra woman is away, which well, not she actually that, will do. Yeah, sure. Not only that, she doesn't know. Min says that she doesn't know uh, if Rand is in love with a, a, Elaine. She only knows that she is that he is tied to her somehow. Well... Elaine comes to her and asks, hey, did you know that I was the person that was, you know, one of the three people that was going to be in love with Rand? And she said, no, I didn't know that. She says specifically he doesn't she doesn't know if he's in love with her. Well, none of them do. Yeah, but I think that's just kind of a big deal. You would just assume I just assumed, hey, yeah, Rand is in love with her. Well, we I mean, but from maybe her vision wasn't that Rand was going to love these women. Her vision was that there are going to be three women that Rand is going to be involved right. with and that are going to be interested in him. So right. all so she's communicating on me for say, for the, viewing the vision the wrong way. I mean, Elaine, like, Elaine had this question. She was trying to figure it out too, because she knew she had this vision. She just wasn't sure how far it extended, but there's no doubt <laughs> for us as the reader, right? That these, that these three women are going to find themselves entangled. Well, now there's doubt for me that Rand is actually going to be in love with Elaine. I don't no, know. There's no doubt for me. I'm moving forward with the assumption that Rand is confused and will have to figure out what he's going to do. I'm just do. saying we got a lot of books left. Chapter 51. News comes to Kyrie N. Rand is now a pipe smoker. What? It's at two rivers the to Bach. The beginning of the, not, the beginning of the scene. Rand is smoking a pipe. I I mean I thought I, he had smoked one before. We, Rand is smoke Rand has smoked a pipe here and there, but now I feel like it's a regular part of his his habit. He's also engaged in a conversation with uh Salanda. He finally acknowledges that the weather yeah. is unnatural and he thinks Samael can have something to do with it. Salanda is trying to seduce Rand. Rand's next move is to attack Samael and Ilian after his buildup in tear is complete. Rand performs a bit of madness and talking of the power to Salanda and scares her away. Another mention of Niall, uh, Niall's recall of the Children of the Light is here. 
What is Niall doing? We constantly get these references of him recalling all these children. And then we get this reference from Galad. We get this mention of Galad was supposed to go to, is he having them all like fan out across Saldea uh, or Amadicia? What's going, what is going on with Pedron? What have we seen? I don't know. Just in order to, to, to maybe go out on the offensive with everyone together. You think he's mounting some huge battle on his borders? I have no idea what else it would be. It's a giant risk move. There seems to be a conversation that he has. He's trying to take over territory on the other side of the Eldar, which is the easternmost border of Amadisha. That's the only thing that I can think of is that he's trying to take over those border towns and expand. But I doubt it's that. We know Niall. He's got far grander visions than that. It's something we've got to keep an eye on because it's been mentioned over and over and over in these books. Yeah, it just pops up here and there. It seems Rand has sent the majority of the Aiel off to Tyr, leaving Rourke and Bale there as the only people that he trusts. Bearlane is on her way <laughs> to Kyrian and, and is inquiring after Perrin. Is Perrin there? Yeah, but the glory. Think of the glory, Perrin. That's not, that's not I know, Barely. But, but I want to say this voice. <laughs> I mean, she probably has a voice very similar. She wishes she does. Um, I think Barely's doing all right. Uh, not if she's in love with Perrin, she's not. Well, no, but I mean, didn't. I mean, who can you, can you blame her? He's got the, oh, the I'm getting early shoulders. With, I'm getting Barely confused with the one that said that she would have Perrin. Oh, no, that was nice. her, wasn't it? It was Barry. Yes, you're not getting her confused with anyone except herself. Yeah, yeah, I don't. She's got a thing for Perrin all of a sudden because no, Rand has, scared her out of his chambers. A, it's not a thing; it's a scary thing she has for Perrin. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's not love. It's it's some sort of weird "I can't have you, I want you" thing. Oh, now I'm now I'm concerned for Fael. Well, don't worry because she's in, she's headed toward Kyrian, which is a good ways away from. Yeah, the it's two not. Rivers. It's not. Yeah. yeah. She has no idea where Perrin is, and I don't think Rand's going to tell her. Rand meets Not that Rand knows what's going on with Perrin. Rand meets with his Kyrian. No, he absolutely doesn't. Rand meets with his Kyrian and Tyrant Council and is ordering more troops to Tyr. So there's a big there is a big war front that is being created in Tyr, which apparently not a lot of people know about or can figure out. Those who do know can't figure out why, but we know. Rand has realized it's been Colavir who has been sending those women after him. The dames. And so he invites her to dinner in an attempt to stop this behavior. But completely forgets about it. Moiraine, Egwene, and Avienda then enter. Egwene has recently had an argument with Rand over where and how she learned about what is happening in Saladar in the tower. Once again, more distancing from she won't reveal. She'll only she reveal name so names. much to him. Moiraine gives Rand a letter from the Amerlin saying Aes Sedai are coming to take him in, into the tower. That's so freaky. Good good news, Rand. We're here to save you and take you to the tower. Right. And Rand's like, yeah, I bet there's 13 of you and no thank you. Right. Yes. And, and then he gets this weird, weird letter from Alviarin, who is stupid enough to expect him to keep this letter secret. Hello, Rand. She must also be planning to leave soon, as news of this letter is surely going to get back to Elida at some point. I don't know how it would, but I mean, there's there's chance he of it. Rand just read it in front of a bunch of people. Well, two. 
But yeah. And there's no way that she can believe that he's going to be like, oh, yeah, okay. Moiraine, bad. Alviarn, good. Well, Alviarn's not dumb. No, I agree, which is why I think that there's got to be so a dual some, purpose yeah, to this letter. There, yeah. But Rand does mention that that should Moiraine have been behaving as she had behaved in the first or second book prior to her oath to him, that he might have suspected her as the letter from Alviarn suggests. So maybe yeah. he's just farther out in front of this than Alviarn is. Yeah. Matt enters in response to Rand's summons. It oh, seems, boy. It seems Matt's battalion has named itself the Band of the Red Hand. And many, of the red hand. and many young men are joining up with the band of the red hand. That sounds like a jug band name. <laughs> it, it seems, it seems that Matt has been pushing back, has been pushing back the Andorans along the Kyrian border. He's just skirmishing. Rand, More impressive, Matt. Rand wonders, is there anything left of me but necessity? This is a fair question of Rand to ask for himself because it sure doesn't really seem that way, does it? I love this scene between Rand and Matt here. Yeah, I mean, Rand is using Matt very pragmatically at this point. This moment didn't bother me nearly so much as the moment when Rand sent him away and was like, yeah, 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 you you go off and you go off and, and leave Kyrie and sure, go ahead with full knowledge that there was no way that was going to happen and that he had use for him and that he wasn't going anywhere. Well, that the point you're talking about, Rand was just trusted, trusting to the pull of Taviran. But that's not right. like Rand has insider knowledge that he's not sharing. He just knows that. No, but he knew he was he knew he was not going anywhere. Well, he was trusting to something that he had an inkling in, but had no way of actually knowing or controlling. Sure. Right. But, but it was, but he, but he, he let Matt go in a way that was like, sure, Matt. Yeah, go. You're free. Do what you want. He was. Well, no, he isn't. He's tough. He's free from Rand. There is free. He's as free as Rand but, is. Well, but that's the thing. Matt wants to be free from Rand. Matt's ignoring the bigger problem that he can't be free from who he and what he is. So Rand, Ooh, indeed, Rand indeed is saying, okay, I've given you your freedom from me. I don't have any hold on you from what I need from you right now. Well, which we also just learned is not true. Well, no, it's true now. It wasn't true then. I think it was true then, He, but he knew I, see, he I don't trusted think it was. In, Tav, in the nature of Taviran and knew that he wouldn't be able to go anywhere. So you're, you don't think Rand's honest? No, I don't. No, no, I don't. I don't think that Rand is honest. See, I do. I think so. I think and he once, is. once again, I, I don't think it's dishonest to say, sure, leave because he did let him go. So he was honest in letting him leave, whether or not knowing that you're, I, you know, if I'm in a giant castle and we're in a room in the middle of it and you're like, I'm sick of being in this castle. I want to get out. You're holding me here. Stop holding me here inside this castle. And I go, all right, yeah, you're free to leave. Knowing that there aren't any doors to leave the castle, yeah, but have see, I have I been dishonest with you? Well, Rand You're putting, specifically thought to himself, "I hope you go enjoy yourself for a bit, Matt." Yeah, because you're you're, you're eliminating right individual back. responsibility on Matt. There is what you're doing by that no, whole I, argument. No, ta Taviran eliminates. Taviran eliminates. No, no, no. I'm talking about your, your 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 little your little castle reference there. It's you're, an it's an analogy. No, Matt but you're eliminating the individual responsibility of Matt being able to say. There are no exits from this room. You're putting the blame on Rand instead of putting the blame on Matt for recognizing there's no, no doors. No, what we're talking about is whether uh. or not Rand was using was manipulating Matt and knew that Matt couldn't go anywhere. And he wasn't. He was not manipulating Matt. 
If I know that something is manipulating you, if then I know you that, should know that too. It's not. This is not then, on but the, Matt. It is. Right? It is on. Hey, hey, it's not whether it's on here. Matt or it is. It's still on. Rand. It can be on Matt. That's fine. But it's also on Rand to be honest and be like Matt. I can. I can tell you that you can leave right now. But the fact of the matter is that your tough Aaron nature is not going to allow you. Why to. is that responsibility Rand? Because it isn't. He, because he knows it, and so Matt what? doesn't. Matt doesn't know it. No, Matt chooses to ignore it. Mal, no. Yes, he does. He absolutely well, and willfully chooses to ignore who and what he is and the responsibility that comes with it because that's Matt's character. I, I don't think it's I, I don't agree. think it's willful. No, I disagree. I, I don't think I it's think willful. It I think he's we see it, because, because, it absolutely what, because, is willful. Because, because we see it right Rand, here. Because of what Rand says to him later, which is shut up and listen, you have to stop running, yes, which, which is that's, exactly that's fine. What, you can put the onus on the ignorant or on the willfully he ignorant. Isn't, it, I put the onus on the knowledgeable. He, but that's you're, but that's where Rand your logic fails, Eric, because Matt is choosing to be ignorant. He is making an individual choice of that's, responsibility that's to choose to be and, ignorant. And he can choose. It's not that. willful. It's it's not okay. the way you're trying. Okay. You're portraying it's it. Willful or, whether it's willful or not, if if I know the situation and I see that you're being foolish, I have a choice. I can be like, all right, you be a fool, and whether you die or not from it, not my problem. I'll wash my hands of it, or I can go look. This is the way that, that I see the situation. So once again, you're, you're limiting individual responsibility. No. And you're putting the blame okay. on somebody else. I can. That's right. You choose to put the blame on somebody else. I choose to take at no. least the onus upon I myself. I choose to as take the, individual I, responsibility that's for the fine. person's individual, the individual actions. The individual can still be responsible, and the smarter person or the more wise individual can still be on the outlook for that person and at least inform them. And then if they go off and make their decision, that's their responsibility. But at least the wiser individual can be comfortable in the fact that they fully informed that person, no, that, and then that they made their choice. Water. Yeah, you're Eric. What you're ignoring is I understand what you're saying, but what you're ignoring is that Rand feels that he wishes he could get away for a little bit, and I think he said that to I think he said that to Matt a while ago when yeah, Matt was in the tent with with when Lan was there and he was like laying out all the battle plans, and then Rand comes in and he's standing in the tent. And he's like, "Hey, yeah, you know, I'm not keeping you here. All I'm saying you is can that, go do your own thing. What I'm saying is that you guys think that Rand actually thought that Matt was going to get away, and that what he was doing was being kind to Matt and letting Matt, Matt had a chance well, to get he away. Had, Matt had no chance to get away. I don't think Matt had a chance to get away. Matt had no chance to get away, and Rand knew it. Rand is aware of Tavir and nature and the way that it works. So why is Perrin able to get away? I don't know. That's why he brought up. That's why he. That's brought a up different Karen. thing. Like, no, it isn't a different thing. To, yes, it is. It's, I think it, you no, can it's go, exactly I think you, the same thing. No, it's it's it not. Was, it's not. It's it somehow a, for some reason it's not the same thing. I don't know why. If Perrin is able to get away, and Rand is the one that sent Perrin away and gave him the choice to go to his thing mm -hmm. to go rescue his family, Matt therefore has the same chance. So you cannot, with any logic, say that Matt did not have a chance to return because that so, doesn't hold water. So why didn't Matt get away? Because I, in this particular instance, yeah, it happened to work. Why? It's not a blanket statement of all Tavir and so, can't so get think, away. So you think Matt could have gotten away? It just, yeah, but I think Matt all of a sudden no, saw a responsibility point, situation Eric, where he accepted responsibility. I think Rand thought Matt could have gotten away for a little bit. And I don't think he can he get away saying, forever. Hmm. I, oh, thought, right, I thought that's I'm, what yeah, he was saying to him. I can, I can, you can go yeah. away no. for a little bit. You're going to come back to me. I'll I'll but go back I'm and give I'll you go this back freedom and, because I gave yeah. this freedom to Perrin and Perrin. We're going we're going around in circles now. It's in the segment oh. where Matt talks to Rand, and after Matt walks away, Rand has a moment to himself where he's comfortable with him leaving because they know he can't go. Or Matt Matt and Rand have this this conversation where, like Adam said, Rand's like you 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 have to stop running. 
Matt announces Morghese is dead. And Gabriel yeah, has has been raised deal. has been raised king, and the the story then totally pivots. So how does he get? How does he? How does how does the word? How long has it been? <laughs> Once again, in the infamous question of how long has it been since Morghese has disappeared, and it's taken that news that time to get over into Karian and right. Perrin or Matt somehow gets it. Well, I mean, maybe a couple of months. He's remember he's he gets it because he's fighting the Andorans on the border. So that's where he got the information from. I don't, I don't yeah. think maybe I think it's maybe been a month, but well, it's taken for however long it's taken. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know how long it's right. taken Morghese to get out to. It's really it's really really hard to say. Rand announces he intends to go after Ravine now instead of Samael. He takes yep. Moraine's advice to wait a day and then dismisses. Wait a uh, second, though. But he Matt. says he's gonna rip. He's gonna rip Revine's heart out. So he's gonna go get there. And this is what Dave has been bringing up for a long time now. That all of a sudden Rand's like, "Oh no, I'm just gonna portal my way on over there." Right. Yeah. He's using the skimming thing. I, either yeah, way, skimming. Either way. Why didn't I mean, he just? We're talking about an assassination versus a war. It's a little easier yes. to do an assassination by yourself than conduct a war by yourself. This is a very, very large assassination. This is a large. We'll get well, this there. Is a, th- yes. The assassination. It's a fair, it's a, it's a fair point. So before yeah, they anyway. leave, Rand, Moiraine, Egwene, and Avienda argue over who can come with Rand when he faces Ravine. Rand tells Matt he can't leave, and Rand is going to use his battle knowledge, Matt's battle knowledge. Matt returns to his rooms after a long argument with Rand, where he seemed to be forced to agree to take over the tyrant army in Tyr. Yeah. Melindra appears, and after a brief conversation about his leaving, tries to assassinate Matt. And uh, For all her skills, she didn't see that knife coming real fast. And then the chapter ends with Matt still unsure if he will follow the agreement he's made with Rand. That'd be a bad choice. Chapter... We know he can't. Chapter 52, Choices. It's the next morning. And Everybody's Rand, got choices. It's the next morning, and Rand and Rand prepares to travel with his group to Kyrian. Avienda is there as well, and mentions that Colavir appeared the other night, and she escorted Colavir to her room to beat her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the whole tower heard it apparently. So Rand's or Matt, Matt's announcement that Morghese is is dead really threw off Rand's whole evening, and he forgot about Colavir. Oops. Avienda sure didn't. Avienda made Colavir promise to obey Rand or she would be beaten and worse. Asmodian enters and asks to go with Rand despite the plans that were given to him the night before. Rand senses that Asmodian can channel no better now than he could when Lanfear first trapped him. And Rand wonders whether Lanfear has deceived him regarding to the shield's impermanency. He's not sure if this is his thought, though, or Theron's. Mm, mm. And now he's having trouble deciphering the two which we'll yeah. get into later. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rand agrees that, that Asmodian can go with him. And uh, Rand thinks of taking Kalendor or that statue Sangriel that's in Roydian, but oh, yeah. he decides he can't risk losing Let's control of go with the of fat them. little man. So I want to see this fat little man. Uses the little Buddha figure. Yeah, the little fat man. They yeah. exit the room and, uh, and he sees Matt who tells him the story of Melindra and they notice that the maidens are missing. Yeah. Matt tells Ominous. Matt tells Rand he'll join him in the invasion at Camelin, and then um, Moiraine and Egwene appear. Moiraine hands, hands Rand a letter for himself and one from Tom. She says to for Rand, Tom. "She yes, one for Tom. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Key distinction. 
She says to Rand, she hopes he has changed enough. Like the most ominous phrase of that whole situation there and that whole conversation is, you will do well. Right. What do you mean? What? Like, not I, I am doing well, or you have done, but you will do. Future, future tense foreboding there. Moiraine tells Rand there is something for him to see at the docks. The scene shifts to Kadir on the quay. Moiraine has had him uncover the red door the night before. It seems that all Kadir's dark yeah. friend drivers have left him, so he's all by himself in his dark friendery. Not for long. We learn the name of the guy who was my willow who fell halfway through the red door. His name is Herod, and he was never the same after that moment, as I suspected. One of yeah, the, how could you be? He was one of the first to abandon Kadir's coterie. Kadir's coterie. Was he? Oh so was gosh, he a dark friend? The finest. Or was he just a guy? He was a dark friend. Huh. Do we know that? I don't know. Well, Kadir is thinking about all of the people that have left him and how he's the only dark friend left. And this is one of the mentions. So it seems to be evidence of. Well, and he's also thinking about, he's also like walking, he's also watching by people and they're looking at him. He's like, oh. Kadir notices that the maidens are missing and uh, then Lanfear appears as Kylie. What has she been doing? She steps into his wagon and reveals who she really is. I'm so, yeah, I'm. I'm so confused what she's been doing. Well, what she's what been, Fear. been doing? Yeah. Lanfear's been meeting in Telhan Riyadh. Telhan Riyadh. Yeah, and planning. Out and about. Don't forget, there's this whole plot to lure Rand to one of the Forsaken that she's I been know, part so of. I know, so she's just been meeting with these, but she's sure. been gone for a while. Yeah, but she's one of the people that when she's gone, we know she's just hovering over the story, watching it unfold. I just think it's strange that she, her entire focus has been Rand at this point, and now she's saying she's been too busy to watch Rand. It's just... Well, that's probably a bit of a lie. And she trusts this guy? She doesn't. Well, I mean, sort of. Obviously not, but... (laughs) Yeah, she asks him what's been going on, and yeah. it appears and she doesn't really like what she hears. No. So then the scene shifts back to Moiraine, who's leading the party to the end of the merchant train opposite Kadir, and the side of Kadir's wagon explodes. Kablam, Chico. Yeah, he told me he was there. And Lanfear exits, discarding the flayed corpse of Kadir. Ugh. So much Great for Kadir. scene. She's, She's just holding, holding into like a flayed corpse there. Which is probably rather large. It's like a Hellraiser moment. Uh, Oh, absolutely. She screams that she knows Rand has taken, has let another woman touch him. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah. Again. Those beans that uh, Kadir spilled did not turn into a magic tree. (laughs) Yeah. He should have, he should have not led with that. No. So Moiraine charges at Lanfear and is passed by Lan, who slams into an invisible wall Lanfear throws Moiraine under a wagon with the power. She burns Aiel and Rand traps all of that burning, all that flame into a bubble concoction of Theron's. Lanfear tortures Egwene and Avienda trying to figure out which one of them is the one who's Uh. touched Rand. Rand cuts those flows. Lanfear shouts that Rand belongs to her. Rand says he will never belong to Lanfear. And then Theron seems to take over. Lose Theron seems to take over. Again, 
Rand is fighting with Luz, Luz Theron and then fights with Lanfear. Eventually, she starts attacking his link to the One Power, and then Luz Theron keeps trying to tell him how to defeat Lanfear, but Rand is afraid to let Luz Theron in because he thinks he might lose control of himself and he might not leave. So now Lan Rand's inability to kill a woman becomes a huge problem for him. A uh, little bit. Yeah. A little bit of a problem. Moiraine pulls herself from under the wagon and sees Rand on his knees being tortured and laughing madly. Moiraine sees Lanfear using an angriel she's left by the red door the night before. She charges at Lanfear and tackles her through the red door. Gandalf! Fly, you fools. <laughs> oh, I would have thought you had gone with Sirius Black there, Adam. The reason I'm going with Gandalf is, are we going to see either of these two again? Because I'm thinking we're going to. I mean, where are they going? They're going to the Fox world, the world that Matt went to where he talked to the Fox people. Uh, chapter 53, Fading Words. Rand watches Moiraine take Lanfear through the red door to Angriel, or Terra Angriel. Rand traps Lan in air. The wagons no. ignite, and the doorway melts, admitting an acrid smoke that stings the skin. Rand funnels the smoke away, and then Lan says, she's gone. I can't feel I her presence. cannot feel her presence. Rand rushes to Egwene, who is near death. Melaine oh, she says, I feel I hurt. Yes. Oh, so sad. Melaine tells Rand Egwene can't go with him to Camelin. She weak. Avienda says she can and that she has toe to Rand. Avienda asks what happened and Rand... I've got toe to Rand. <laughs> exactly. It's a new disease. It's another one of these pharmacological terms here in <laughs> the Wheel of Time. I to thought I was doing well, and then the doc told me I got Totorand. <laughs> Totorand. Avienda asks what happened, and Rand tells her that Moiraine and Lanfear are dead. So there's that. Rand asks, Not much. Rand Not asks much Land to stay, but Land tells him of the passing of his bond and gives him torch has been passed. a bogus message to pass the Nynaeve in hopes of severing their relationship. Hey, let's not say bogus. He's trying to be, he's trying to be a good guy here. He is. Yep. It's it's the delivery's not going to go it's a over misplaced well. nobility, but sure. He's like tell tell her I've gone to be some green green woman's puppet. He should have just said I'm wedded to death. That's that's fine. Like you know you can you can keep your grandiose notions of your nobility to you to your yourself, there. but don't put him well, on no, Rand clearly. too because he goes yeah. one step further and infects Rand with this. Well, if there's one oh. thing Land is good for, is passing stuff on. It's to infecting Rand. So. Rand. <laughs> yeah. Rand enters. Oh, there is a darkness, pain, death. They radiate from us. Rand enters yeah. the dockmaster's hut and opens Moiraine's letter to him. And apparently, when Avienda comes in, he's crying. But he, he says, "I'm not." He's like, "What are you talking?" Well, he didn't realize that he was. He he was in denial. Of something he didn't realize was actually ha was so happening. So, do you think he was weeping as him or as Luz Theron? I think as him because Luz Theron would be weeping for what's-her-face. Ilyana. I know. Ilyana, my love. Sulin then enters and starts breaking her spears in front of Rand, saying he's abandoned the maidens. Rand traps Sulin yep. in air, and she convinces him to talk to her, and then she convinces him to take some maidens with him against Ravine. Hey, well, I mean, she was. this was a big deal. She was snapping spears. She snaps two, two spears. Which is more than snapping necks. And Rand asks, what happens when you snap the third spear, and there's a suggestion of... Suicide. Uh, seppuku. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Old, Good old Harry Carey. Yes. I don't know if she's disemboweling herself, but... Please. She's going to kill herself. Would you yep. eat it? 
Rand talks to Matt, who is in better spirits than Rand, and Matt says, it's time to roll the dice. Yeah, and apparently I have realized... You've been saying that phrase wrong? I added a T, again at the end, which is not supposed to be That's there. That's all right. We had a C in our, in our name right. for so long, so you'll, you'll be excused. Yeah. Chapter 54 to Camlin. Why are you so happy? Because I am alive. Because I'm alive. It's totally Matt. It's great. It is totally Matt. Chapter 54 to Camelin. <laughs> That's true. Rand and 500 <laughs> maidens return to the palace where Bale waits with men from every society. Rand thinks back to a conversation he's overheard between Avienda and the wise ones. He hears them discussing Avienda's mission failure. Amisa is about to reveal that she knows what Avienda's mission was and she thinks she was a little bit successful, but she gets cut off. Right. There are 6,000 Aiel there. Yeah. Rand makes the gateway. No small assassination troop, yeah. He can only make it four paces wide, so this would be why he couldn't lead a whole bunch of Aiel on an assassination. But he did still anyhow. I mean, there were, how many How many Shaido did we discuss? I mean, there this were is not an assassination, this is 10, a war. 10,000. You're taking hostile yeah. troops into a other area. This is a war. This is he the definition of war. He wanted to be an assassination, and now it is a war. I, yeah. yeah. It's an invasion, I mean, for sure. It's yes. not just an assassination. Rand, yeah, because that's what Rand wanted to be at first. He just wanted to go in on his own, right, and have his assassination. Interestingly, yeah. Asmodian mentions here that gateways have little to do with the power, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, but we learn why that is a little later on. So we'll get to that. Rand makes a large platform for his army to travel on. Asmodian is impressed by the size of the platform. So I'm yeah, as of yet, he the still they still platform. can't do the real travel thing. Which Avienda, which Avienda did. Which, right, yeah. They load up the platform and travel. And someone falls off. There's always, there's always that one guy. It's that infamous Star Trek. Even guy. though Rand told, well, Rand told them, stand back. Yep. Stand back from the edges. But you, but know, you knew the minute you saw that Star Trek guy, <clears> he was going to die. Because yeah. you'd never seen him before. I just, I love the explanation of it. Hopefully you go... Hopefully you go oh my mad gosh. before you starve. I sat and probably thought about that for like 20 minutes. Oh, oh it's horrifying. horrifying. Sorry for I, you. I just kept dwelling on it. Like I, I kept it's thinking horrifying. about this poor person. And and what would it be first? Would you be driven crazy? Would you suffocate? Would you, you know, No, you'd starve, starve to death. You'd starve to death. Well, no, I think well, you, you could probably go, scare you yourself go, to you death. You might go crazy before that. Yes. I don't know about It's more likely tough. that you'd these have a heart are, attack before. Yeah. These episode. people are as tough as nails. They are. True. It, I was thinking just in general, like of all person. Oh, it, yeah. You would have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. yeah you could have, have a heart attack. And you would have a heart attack. Rand takes them to the wall that he initially climbed up when he first met Igor. Well, maybe he Elaine. still hung onto his spears and he could have killed himself. That would probably have been preferable. Aiel started spreading better. out over the area and then the wall topples That's over. So crazy and Trollocs and like, Murdral appear and the lightning so starts crazy. crashing down from the sky. That's so crazy to me that Rand was like, uh, I know where to go. Oh, let's go back to this sweet spot the of when great, I first met Moran. Right, well, that's who you, the place he knew there to There are no guards well there. To. Well, apparently there are. Well, right. We learn why a little later. Rand weaves a shield that takes up half the city block, uh, half the city to block the incoming lightning, seeing Matt and Avienda laying on the ground because the very first lightning strike strikes right at Rand and he blocks it, but it doesn't block. He's not able to protect those in his immediate vicinity. Matt's on the ground without his boots. They're so they're smoking. all dead. Matt's Osmodian. dead. Osmodian is, is just a pile of, yeah. of they're charred, all charred rubbish. 
Rand screams at Ravine. Trollocs approach Rand. Trollocs approach Rand, and he ignites them in flame just before severing them with a gate to Ravine's chambers, which Ravine is not expecting. And okay, he's not so, sure how he created that gate. So now he's all of a sudden created a gateway. Right. Which he's seen, but he didn't know how to do. And now he's done it. He's done it. But yeah. then do we see any instances of him doing it ever again? After, you after mean this in these point? next couple of chapters? Yeah. Not really. So when they go back to, to Karian, we don't know how they get back there either. Does he skim or does he use a gateway? We don't know. No. So at this point, he's done this once and we don't know if he knows how to do it ever again. Fair. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of Rand's MO, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I'm just hoping he discovered I'm, I'm hoping he discovered it because that would be huge. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it reduces the size of the continent. It could have inches. solved many, many problems. Right. That have well, we've already discovered that Rand doesn't want to use that to solve these problems. The scene bounces back to Nynaeve teaching Swan how Teleron Riot works. She and Elaine have been. This is such been, a strange. This is. There's so many events that are taking place in this. Oh my gosh! So much is going back on. and forth. It's crazy. She and Elaine have been teaching the Aes Sedai about the world of dreams for a few days. Foul Lane has been raised to something other than accepted, but She's not quite Aes Sedai. She's a tweener. Yeah. Theodrin has been working with Nynaeve to help her move past her block. Nynaeve mentions to Swan that she is aware Swan has been spanked by Bryn, and then they get into a fight. They're scuffling. You know what? As an adult, don't don't bring up to another one of your friends that they've been spanked. It's not a good beginning to a conversation. I mean, it's the band of the red oh, I hand. I think it's a great beginning. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, the band oh, of the red yes. hand. Well, I think you should just fictitiously bring it up to some of your friends. Hey, well, I, I know so-and-so spanked here's my you the thing. other day. Nynaeve seems to think she's this really great brawler, and she really isn't. She oh, keeps getting her clock not. cleaned. Yes. She's, well, she's diminutive. Only if she's angry. She's feisty, but not big. Yeah. I still am interested in this experiment where Rain is going to start mentioning spankings that his friends have occurred that are not in play with their paramours. Yeah. Nynaeve thinks she's she's been uh, she's happen as a child. seen Mogedian in a window, and so she snatches Swan's Tarangriel from her and flees to Jureen. Yes. And while contemplating the predicament of facing Mogedian in the dream world and barely able to channel because of the Tarangriel she's Guess using. Guess what? She does. <laughs> Mogedian appears. Mogedian is sending weaves lazily toward Nynaeve when Brigitte appears with her bow trained on the Forsaken. Mogedian grabs uh, Brigitte with air, then turns her into a child, and Nynaeve slowly crawls towards Mogedian, begging not to be hurt. This is such a great scene. When close enough with the Forsaken, exulting in her success, Nynaeve uses Teleron Rio to place an Adam on Mogedian's neck. Nynaeve commands Mogedian to let go of Brigitte and she or to restore Brigitte, and she does. Mogedian yeah. informs Nynaeve of the plot of the other Forsaken to lure Rand to Samael. She then reveals that Rand's planned attack on Ravine is also known, and that yep. due to that, uh, due to his trust, wicked surprise, due to Ravine's distrust of Landfear, he set wards around Camelin and, and will be aware of Rand whenever he enters the territory. The joint. And then uh, Brigitte awakens and disappears, and Nynaeve and Mogedian travel to Camelin. When Brigitte awoke, she said that was the most frightening thing that has ever happened to me. That she was this baby, but there was this awareness in her head of who she actually was. That's so creepy. Well, I wonder if it's... It, the, the, the thing I can compare it to most is like the 
Jordan Peele movie, Get Out. Oh, Get Out, yeah. Where he's totally. looking through the thing. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, I love that. That's exactly what it is. Also, isn't it kind of like what's going on with Rand and Luce Theron? But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Chapter 55, the thread, the threads burn. Rand battles Ravine and a self-pity that kind of makes me sick. Ravine tries to turn Rand into Theron and Ravine tries to turn Rand into Luce Theron. Rand figures out what Ravine tried to do to him and that he must have sight lines and throws lightning at every window and balcony near him. We then follow Nynaeve who has Mogedian telling her both men are there in the flesh and therefore can channel far more power than these two women can. Mogedian and Nynaeve bicker over what Nynaeve wants to do. Nynaeve has a brief, a brief fit and punishes Mogedian severely, but gains her compliance. Mogedian's cowardice here is a nice counterpoint to Nynaeve, who we've questioned her, who has been questioning her bravery for like half of this book. So finally, That's she true. has somebody to compare herself to that's like, oh, and I mean, even in these chapters, you've got Brigitte who's telling her, you are incredibly brave. And she yeah. is. Yeah, she absolutely is. Back to Rand chasing after Ravine. Ravine lures Rand into a trap and tries to transmogrify him into a beast. Yeah. Oh, a lot of weird transmogrification. Nynaeve has been chasing Ravine for some time and she finally alights on him as he is transforming Rand. She lets she Did you feel good when you wrote down that word alights? I think he probably no. felt better about transmogrification. Well, I, that's there's that's the no. word. I was thinking of what's the word for this, and it's transmogrify. That's it. I, there is no other word. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm picturing Calvin in his little box. Right. That's that's where I first learned <laughs> of the word. Yep. She sets him ablaze, and he turns on her a burned mess. A melted face. Rand is suddenly freed from his change and sees flames burst from a balcony. Flames. Flame. Ravine, <laughs> Ravine appears a ruined mess in a towering inferno. Rand throws an enormous, powerful bar of <clears throat> bale fire at him, and he disappears. Poof. Rand heads back up the balcony and sees Nynaeve for the first time in a while. I, you know what I imagine? And he seems to have hey. changed her. You know how they talk about that purple hue thing that appears? I imagine it's that scene in Bedknobs and Broomsticks where the, where the, the guy turns into the rabbit, and you see that poofy thing happened it's around a burn-in well right it's a burn-in image with glitter effects yeah i do not remember this i wish i did oh i i probably watch bed knobs and broomsticks at least once a month Rand, murder she wrote Nynaeve eliminates the leash in the adam so that rand can't see it and heals rand she then tells him to leave rand then tells Nynaeve to inform elaine he's found someone else and gives Sounds her familiar. the message from lan and by the way lan said the same thing right. so wouldn't, wouldn't, someone, someone wouldn't, wouldn't someone intelligent be like, that's the same message to right. two different people? Yeah. Right. This message sounds like a carbon copy. Yeah. It, this sounds like a form letter. No, I don't believe you wrote this we're at all. strong men. Just get over us. Mogedian, not buying that for a dollar. Mogedian says Rand is very dangerous. Oh, yeah. good Way observation. Wow. <laughs> Nine, well, this is the first time that man. she's encountered him, a remarkable man, a very dangerous man. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe she Tell was more impressed. Maybe dangerous was supposed to be an impressive term rather than a term of warning. Nynaeve gives Mogedian fork root to take her out of the dream world, and then reveals to her that she is that yeah. she has concluded that she is in Saladar, and she'll see her later. I shall see you soon. I don't wench. Get, that's such a stupid move. 
Remember when we on said that part? those three friends of Nynaeve's <laughs> were dangerous? Hmm. Oh, you think it's one of them? I do. I don't. I, why? Because that's too obvious. That's too obvious for okay. Jordan. All right. Well, I mean, Brigitte's warned her, that, or uh, Min has warned her that one of her friends was dangerous. Min just um, said the, the Adam doesn't like them, and somebody there in Saladar is Mogedian. Yeah, there's a lot of somebodies there. But do you think that Mogedian was in Saladar waiting for Nynaeve to show up? No, I think she was just happened to be there. How? What? She's chasing what Nynaeve. What if Mogedian is Min? Well, we we, <laughs> we realize realize that Mogedian, from what we know, has also been in Tower Number One. So, yep. why wouldn't she therefore be in Tower Number Two? She's here, there, and everywhere. Right, but but we know that her that that the most pressing mission on her mind is following. You're you're Nynaeve. saying she somehow. Well, remember, remember, she was in in. She had to make her way to find the menagerie. Remember, remember she did. She found the menagerie. She was in Jara. Remember, she was in Jara. That's how she ran into it. Ran into uh, into Nynaeve and Brigitte the first time. Is she was in Jara? Wait, it, not in the real world. Well, in the dream she world, she was there in the dream world, right? So it's possible that she's been tracking Nynaeve through the dream world and not had to be near her physically. But now she's found herself there. How would she have known? So then, she, then she can't be one of those three. Just Why not? By, well, because of what you just said. No, I'm no, no, no. It's still possible that I'm saying it is possible she was tracking them through the dream world. It's also possible she was tracking tracking her physically. Right, but they met those three on random chance. Was it random chance? I, I, well, my stance is yes okay. because I don't think she's one of these three. But right, that's fine. There's, there's, the, you've got plenty of reasons to believe that. The two things that I would cite in my favor are those women have been identified as dangerous. Could be for any number of reasons. Yes, yeah, yes, it could be for other reasons. And she is clearly there. And now she's yeah. trapped there via fork route. Well, the finder. Yeah, I'm looking forward to finding out the answer to this. But we won't find it out until I the next Not in this book. Bad, I Anyhow, no, my point was it was a bad, this is a bad choice. Why not, if you have her under your, try to destroy her? Kill her? Yeah. Eh, don't I don't know. Despite despite her remonstrances, yeah. I don't think that Nynaeve is a killer. I don't think she could have. Yeah, she's clearly not. Right. As far as Rand is also not a woman killer. So yes, exactly. Oh, I, no, I'm going to make a differentiation. She's not a. Man I'm going to say that Nynaeve could do it if she was really really ticked off and lost right. control Rand of her anger. Cannot do right. it. Rand has more self control than Nynaeve does. Is really what that comes. Well, down if you to. want to put it down as self control, I'm putting it down as a weakness. But me well, too. But, well, you could you could call it weakness, but it is it, it is part of their I think moral it's more a stigma. He but has. it's part no, it's part of both of their moral fiber. It's just that in a moment of emotional lack of control, I could see Nynaeve doing something that wasn't part of her character. Rand has more control. I think I think Nynaeve is more pragmatic and realizes yeah. that you got to do what you got to do. Well, I would I agree know. with Adam. What you got to do right here is kill Mogedian. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I, you gotta do. that's under your under yeah. your foot. Yeah, a forsaken. I the moral imperative is with you there. I, I don't know. I that's, think if you have Hitler, it's like killing Hitler, right? If you have Hitler under your gun, you don't go. You kill Hitler. Does she? Well, I don't. I, not only that, I don't think she could. Well, that's what we're saying. No, 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 no. 
I don't mean. Oh, you I don't mean, think she actually? You don't think she actually physically can? can't because she well, doesn't have enough of the power but, to be able to do that. We're not arguing whether she can or not. We're arguing whether she should attempt it. Oh well, right. But I don't and, think it would succeed. Well, but that's that's not oh, the argument. Man, I feel like that's all right. It's it. it I she she. I, I feel think like she. she abs- I think she absolutely should here, but she doesn't. And I don't think she can. I don't think. I don't think it unless she was really angry and out of control because she did. She was in a fight with her before and clearly was trying to do something to her. But here she's she's a I little bit. She, she, she should have been angry. That's all I'll say. Rand no. returns to the palace and discovers that killing Ravine with Balefire has brought back Avienda, Matt, and Asmodian. Are we going to get into Rand as to how far the, the effect of that possibly goes? So the question is, how far back of what he's done has this unraveled? Not that far because it said mm-hmm. it had cheated death for his friends, but not for everyone. Right. So well, everyone see. Well, everyone else could have died at the spears of Trollocs, not at the well, lightning. But those Trollocs were there because right, the tro- of no, no. Oh, but- right. But it wasn't the effect of what Rand has done is undone the effect of the channeling. What I'm saying is okay. So it was the channeling, mm-hmm. but those steps for the Trollocs were way before that. So there was right. probably so that something else that's happened in between that. Right. right so they, right. I wonder what else. Where's the trickle-down effect? Where did it stop? Yeah, that is a good question. And we, I get, maybe we'll never know. But it's just kind of weird because we know that the, the stronger it is, the further back it goes. Right, and, and that's one, that's one sure. of the reasons why Rand, after, you know, when he was using Balefire and other points, was just using small little laser-like. Right. I, I'm just wondering if there's something more that's happened there's that we don't know about that, that we might find out about. Right. I would, if, if it, it has, if it doesn't happen here, I got to imagine that, that we there never will, will be. Well, yeah. no, I got to imagine that at some point in the future, he's going to use Balefire and it's going to be a problem. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. I see what yeah. you mean, yeah. Which is what I thought you were saying is like, there is there some buried issue that, that no, he's created No, I, I meant is there something else that we're, that's lingering out that, that yeah. we don't know about. That, right. Yeah. Some buried issue mm-hmm. that will rear its head at some point. I got it. I, mean, I, I would, would imagine ex- that Balefire is gonna is gonna. That would be an since exciting. Since it's been mentioned that it's gonna take it's gonna take too much. Chapter okay. fifty five does end with with an interesting quotation That's that I gold, wanted Eric. to bring That's- up. Rand is told, "Take what you can have, rejoice in what you what you can save, and do not mourn your losses too much." That's great advice for Rand moving forward because he has he seems to be developing a really hard time with the losses that he's compiling. Yeah. Chapter 56, Glowing Embers. Rand sits looking at the group that he has resurrected. Rand goes to the throne room. Davram Bashir, remember him? He's been talked about throughout this book. Usually this is such a weird way to end this book. This messages. is such a weird Lyle's way. dad. Uh, I guess you're just setting up the next book. Is well, what yeah, he does, it's absolutely what he's doing. Such a strange way. Especially with what he's talking about. Who do yeah. you think we're going to see in the next book? He says, Davram Bashir. He no, says, who else do you think we're going to see in the next book? Who's Davram Bashir and Rand well, talking about? Oh, right. Fael. So we'll no. probably see Fael and Far more Tenobia. important, Mazram Taim. He's talking about, right. I want Taim. And he Rand's like, track, no, he's he mine. Wants, I'm creating amnesty. Down, right. He wants to track down Mazram Taim. Where are you getting Fael from? Because he's, that's her, her dad. Last na- her last name is Bashir. Well, okay. Wow. She, she said before that her dad's the general of Saldea. Yeah. Yep. And he's the oh marshal general. I'm just putting these things together right now. Oh, like, well, that's what we're here for. <laughs> this so, is a great revelatory moment, Adam. But he was already mentioned in this book. 
He's been mentioned a number of times in this book because yeah. Elida keeps trying to figure out where he is and what yeah. he's been doing because he... he this was... never came up to... Oh, my gosh, yes. Obviously, that's... A... <laughs> the okay. light bulb has gone on for Adam. That's all right. Yeah. I mentioned it. I mentioned it. I mentioned it during our podcast in the last book, and David wasn't sure if we had even discussed that he was her dad, which we hadn't. Right. Um, I was just drawing conclusions because of the last name. Um, but he, but okay. Elida's had notifications that he was originally heading south from Saldea, and then he disappeared. And the reason is because he's been heading south looking for Rand, apparently. And well, he's, he's found been looking him. for Taim. Okay, he's yes. been he's been looking Ta- for yeah, right who he thought Ta'im. was in he's Andor found. somewhere in Andor, which yeah. is a huge territory. It's not small. No, Rand tells him he's proclaiming an amnesty for all men who can channel, including Taim. That's huge. So this goes back to everything that I've been saying all these books up until this point that you were kind of poo-pooing the idea of of men who can channel that there's got to be more of them out there. Rand apparently seems to think there's a whole bunch of them. Yep. Does he? Absolutely. You think he's gonna? You think he's gonna have a a, a an amnesty for two people? No. It's gotta. There's gotta be. There's gotta be a bunch of these people. Couldn't it? Couldn't it just be a moral statement that I am not a pariah and I refuse to acknowledge any of these other men, whether there are one or four of them as pariahs to this society? I don't think you'd care about that. That few. Dave, you think that? You wait, you think you Rand is aware? You think Rand is specifically? I think aware Rand that suspects exactly what I suspect. That if huh. I'm here, there's got to be more like me, but they're not going to say anything because everyone hates us. So, yeah, I agree with that. But you're not saying that Rand is aware that there are more. Uh, oh, no, I'm not saying he has some pre-natural ability to, right. to be able okay. to sense them. Once again, God, oh, men, men who can channel have a horrible end. It would be like living in a society where people were constantly self-immolating and just saying you weren't aware that it was going on. I think there's plenty of that situation that happens around the world where these men are channeling and doing things that are that, and no one knows what it is. And I think there's probably a lot of that that goes on. And I think Rand is probably thinking the same thing. It's interesting, though, because he does he does literally couch it in the argument of, this is what I am. You're going to accept me, quotation marks, as much you as know, do. why, why should I allow anybody else who's like me to not be accepted? It does seem to be a more of a, he, he at least presents it, which is wise as a moral argument. It is. But once again, he also and presents Rand, it as Rand we're going to need these people. Guy. The dreadlords. Right. Well, he presents no, he it as he's that using the attack with the dreadlords. Yeah. And if there are these people out there, I need them. It is not a hundred percent altruistic or he, he knows he needs them as a weapon. It's like the IEL or his spear. So if the Isle his spear, maybe he's there, his sword. The, the point of all this well, is I believe there's more of these people out there. Yeah. I don't think we can pin it down to Me a particular too. age range because we don't know enough. So I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say that I would well, not be surprised if there's quite a few of these people out there. Right. So Davram Bashir appears. Rand tells him he's proclaiming an amnesty. Bashir offers 9,000 Saldanian cavalry to follow Rand. Rand seems and these are apparently from what I, hiding in the woods. As as far as we know, aren't they like the best horsemen? Does that matter? Well, yeah, because that that would be like you're getting actually like twenty thousand. Whether or not it's the best Saldanes, it's an elite group of cavalry. For That's sure. more what I was yes. referring to. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Asmodian leaves the 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 place of his brief death to go to the pantry and see someone he knows who kills him. Yes, goodbye, Asmodian. It's nice knowing you. So is that Lanfear? No, she's dead. No, she's what gone. Be Who the heck is this? We don't know. Another Forsaken, I guess. Morghese, 
who we have not seen since chapter 19, has discovered Bryn gone from Core Springs. Like I had completely forgotten I completely forgotten where she was or what she was doing. Yeah. This is also clearly a setup for the next uh, for yeah. the next book. Yeah. She and her group have traveled the full length of Andor and more and find themselves near the border of Amadisha. And Sorry. that is and the end of the book. Still- it's like time Rock, for another good idea, tower. bad idea, <laughs> where she's going. They ended this book. They ended this conversation tower with train how, queen? how we last saw them. That it was Talonvir, and beware, don't beware of him because it's not like he might be a handsome guy, but more gaze. Don't do that. He's more he's gaze. saying her name like 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 Lanfear or says the glory, the glory. But think of the glory, Rand. More gaze. Uh, he he uh, he's sop he's soppy. Yes. All right, Dave, what, what shook your willow? So my willow moment was Matt dies. Yeah. And as we In recall. smoldering ember. We recall when he went and visited the. A little Matt s'more. Yes, yes. Tasty tidbit for the Trollocs, yeah, perhaps. That's about it. Delicious shoes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Back in the day in Ruidion, when he went through the Twisted Stone on Grill, one of the things they told him. Yep was to die and to live again. Mm-hmm. We had all, and I say we all, yeah, sure. all three of us in this room and probably many Definitely. listeners, had thought that was when he was hanging from his neck on the tree. Yeah. So wrong Did he not die then? Because he didn't die there. He did no, not die he there. Was, he almost yeah. strangled, but he didn't. Yeah. He was just strangling. Right. He wasn't officially croaked, kicked the bucket like he was here. I mean, there's not he many died. things. Right. What I'm saying is there's not many things left now on that list. Of things he has yet to do. Except Daughter of the Nine Moons. Daughter of the Nine Moons, who we... He, he keeps asking we about. We now know who... We don't know who it is, but we know what that is. We know is. it's related to the Sean it's Chan. It's related to the Sean Chan, the which moons. makes my stomach sick. Just to think about Matt well, we know being, who it's not. Well, we know... Yes, we know who it's not. Everybody on this continent, apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's also not Melindra, for that matter. <laughs> right. It took me, like, a few seconds for it to click... I'm like, oh, he's dead. What the? And then he, then he was alive, and I was like, why does this sound so familiar? And that's what it was. It was because it was the fulfilled prophecy, or not prophecy, but I guess I don't know what you would yeah, call it. Yeah, it's a prophecy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was my that was my will of moment. But it doesn't really even get addressed. Like you see him dead, and then and then it, there's a flash forward and he's to not. Rand being there, and he's not. And Rand is thinking about the fact that all these people were dead. But it's elided over so fast that if you don't think about it, it's easy to miss. Yeah, and it, it, I don't even know why it, it popped into yep. my head. Just cause something in the back of my head was ticking going, you know what, why is this familiar? Then I was like, when I was thinking about that, I'm like, okay, so he died. And then he came back. Has anything changed? His memories still seem to be there. Mm-hmm. Like nothing altered there. Because, so, because what happened So it's like it never happen. happened. It yeah. never happened. Right, yeah, it didn't happen. All right, Adam. So this ties yeah. into yours. Well, oh, yeah, mine is Matt as well. What really this comes down to is, I feel like we had a discussion a couple weeks ago about the fact that Matt had killed a woman before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. Apparently, we were wrong. It was Rand. It was Rand who killed that woman. Yeah, yeah. I realized that afterwards. After that, Matt's like, Matt's like, it's the first time I've killed a woman. We, I was like, we all oh, realized it at that moment, cake. right? Yeah. <laughs> We yeah. we totally screwed our listeners. We were sorry, listeners. Actually, incorrect. We were not fact checked on that one. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. didn't have a so, moderator fact checking us correctly or incorrectly. Yeah. So, by so the way, that's my, my responsibility. We were, oh well, we were wrong about that. Yep. Yeah. 
but the whole, the whole, I'm confused about Melindra in general. Clearly, hey, she's Adam, remember when you asked if Ayil could be dark friends? Yeah. Better yet. I, I do remember that. I'll, I'll, I'll one-up you on well, that. Well, no. One. I originally asked if they could be forsaken. Yes. And then we, they, we spun it off into the dark friends. Which they could not be. But yeah, they can be dark friends. But I'm confused about her because... So she's probably the one that wrote the letter to. That's Kadir, where I was right? going to go with it. Well, yeah, potentially, potentially, unless there's other dark unless friend this among person her. that killed Asmodian is the individual who wrote the letter, right? Or very well could be, or just another another dark friend. Sure, but I mean, you know, the, the way that stories work, it's going to be somebody we know. So yeah, I would I would say it's probably I'm, Melindra. So I'm that was my conclusion about why she decides to kill to attack him now oh i th- i i personally believe that's obvious i, I don't mean to, i don't mean to me. say that insultingly i mean to me it's it's clear because it happens because he mentions he's going to go to samuel he's going to go lead the army from tier to samuel and she's got the dagger thing. from he samuel says he's going to ravine no 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 he he specifically says that rand is sending him to tier to tier right to to lead the armies there right. against ilian she is employed. Uh, does he? He doesn't tell her. He, he does. He says he t- talks about Ilian, and he is employed. She is employed clearly by the dagger for Ilian. Well, let's get into that. We've been commenting on this whole for Samael and the Golden Bees thing, and there's just all of these. Remember, we do know from the prologue that the Forsaken are trying to lure Rand to right. them. Only this isn't Rand. This is Matt. Right, but. Matt is connected to Rand. So if you're trying to lure Rand there, killing Matt with a dagger that has the golden bees on it and, and Samuel would be another good way to do it. Yeah. That's a, that's a big, that's a, that's a big roll of the dice. Ha ha ha. To, to, to assume that she's going to be able to kill Matt because she, once again, she does this on a whim. She does on a whim because of what she found out. I, I think it's less, but she's been waiting I think for the moment to kill him. Right. There's true. I don't know. I think that's my that was my original. Yeah, and question that's was, the, that is the question. Why has she waited? And I just imagine it's because Matt is really charming, I suppose, and she was enjoying. I, I think she really likes Matt. It did. Yep. She might also have killed somebody else close to to Rand. It might not necessarily have been Matt. It could have been, it could have been Moraine. It could have been Avienda. It could be Egwene. It could be anybody, or it could okay. be nobody. She could just have that just, dagger because I think she was just a loosey goosey dark friend. I, I I don't know. I I 100 agree that that was way my brain was thinking too. Was okay. Was this dagger a plant to try to you know to kill somebody with it? So then Rand would react. But in this situation, it's just so, hard to say. And not only that, she's reacting to what she was told, and she decides, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to kill him because he's too powerful to go down there. Because she's recognizing, I mean, he's killed Kuladin. He's led all these sorties against all these other people. He's a key. He's a key cog. I don't even think this was about. Let's have man go after. This is just. I. I need to strike now. I need to kill this guy. He's too important. And it wasn't. He's too important. So I need Rand to react. It's just. He's too important. He but has to die. She's known as importance. This isn't. He's it, becoming. But he keeps becoming as, more and more and more important. Because he's only recently killed Kooladin. Yeah, it's so, not been that long. Right. So so it's possible that that discovery has up um, the stakes has created this moment. Yeah. But she has the dagger. I don't think she has the dagger to kill anyone else. 
she's been talking to Matt all along about him being this pillar of success and needing to step outside of Rand's shadow. So there's no confusion for her as to how dangerous or how important Matt is. That's a theme amongst dark friends and trying to elevate and inflate people's egos. Sure. Or not just that, but wanting to potentially influence them or sway them to the dark side, perhaps. Right. Okay. So, so it's possible that she's been trying to steer him toward corruption for a while and it hasn't worked. And this is the last resort is she can't do that anymore. Look, she sought out Matt. Matt didn't stumble into her. He was there. He was there at the fountain watching. Oh, you think she sought him out? I thought, I think she was just there. No, I, 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 my, my belief is that this is intentional, that she's Hmm. been there to keep an eye on him and, and probably assassinate him at some point. You have no evidence to back that on, but you just, that's just your supposition. Other than the fact that she didn't just run into him. Well, she did literally. No, she didn't. She was, she just happened to be there. Well, he didn't. From from all we know, all the evidence were presented. She was there. He was there. Except we know she she tried to kill him. So one. Well, right. So, but you're taking why she tried to kill him differently than. Uh, well, I'm just reverse engineering the situation. Somebody tried to kill you. Then you, then that for me would bring into question all of the events that led up to it. And we know that Matt didn't bump into her. She quote unquote bumped into him. So it's very possible. It's possible that that she sought him out. Wait, so Eric, but 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 the problem is that, with that the the whole problem with that logic is that he wasn't important back then. That's not true. He was he he was known Taviran. Right. That's but pretty he, important. But there he wasn't he those. wasn't like he is now. Not even close. Um, no, and that's he didn't probably, have the general's memories. I think, then. I think if I were an Aes Sedai and I knew somebody was Taviran, Taviran is Taviran. There are. I mean, we know he was are, sought by the Forsaken. Right. I mean, we we had an entire tea party where those three boys were the center of it. Right. I think she's part of this plot to lure Rand to Ilian. So she's one. Well, that of, didn't she's, work. She's part of that that cadre. Eric, you think that using the dagger, that specific dagger, is a uh, is trying to make a statement? He thinks it's a plant. Okay. I just figured she just had the dagger because it was like, hey, this is the part of the group I am part of. It I mean, that could it, be too. It, honestly, it doesn't matter who gave her the dagger because Samael is is involved in the plot to lure Rand to him. But it does matter, and I'll tell you why it does matter. Because if Lanfear's a rogue agent and she gave the dagger to him, she wants Rand to go attack Samael. But they because all they do. all tw- they all want Rand to no, go no, no, attack. No, no, no. I mean, she wants him because she wants him dead. Because we all know they infight and plot against each other. So who gave her that dagger actually really would matter. But they all want Rand to attack Samael. But there's a difference between wanting to actually have it succeed and wanting to lure him into a trap. Well, that's that's just a difference in the belief of the strength of Rand. Or if you plant the dagger with the idea of Rand attacking Samael, or you plant the dagger with Rand attacking Samael with the uh, with the belief that he that he can kill him. The difference is you think Rand is strong enough to kill him. Whereas the other, the other Forsaken right. are plotting with the belief that Rand isn't strong enough to kill them behind Samael. Well, yeah, but I think that's an important distinction. It's an important distinction, but at the surface, it's the same thing. It's you want Rand to go after Samael. So my Willow of the Week was Elaine's shock with Min that she's interested in Rand. Oh. Yeah. 
You men reveals to men reveals to Elaine that she's interested in Rand and Menace and, and Elaine is like, what? And, and men's response is, yes, me. Why wouldn't Do I you be? You think I can't fall in love too? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so just as just as ticked off as Elaine was that Brigitte couldn't see her as being the daughter heir, men is that Elaine can't see her as being in love with a man. On top of that, they couldn't figure out what looked different about men. Well, Elaine finally figures it out. Oh, she sees dressed, the fact that her she, clothing she, is a little more She sees ornate. it dressed up, but she, yeah. I think she's got they it wrong. They couldn't at first, though. They couldn't at first, and it's right. like, oh my gosh, can you not see what's in front of your eyes? You just never paid attention to this woman. So are we, are we, are we saying that the reason that her dress is different is because she's trying to attract Rand? That doesn't work. She no. hasn't seen Rand. That's not why she's dressed up that way. Why is she dressed no. up that way then? She had to well, do that. She kind of likes it now. Well, she likes now because she had to do it in the tower. She's not in the tower anymore. That's where it started. No, she's not. She's, she's not saying, traveling around anymore, so she's not wearing those pants. What she's saying, but, but what uh, Elaine is thinking is, well, that's why she's dressed that way, dressing up like a girl for Rand. That's her whole logic with that. But that's, that's not what stupid. it actually is. No, it's, it's not. not. No. Rand's not around. Rand's Rand not hasn't seen her. her. No. Okay. It, so no. the reason is? It goes back to tower. She was forced to do it. And then like Adam said, she likes it. Well, I think she's I also, think she likes it. She, I think she's also still she under, keeps the, doing it. under and she's, the towers. And she's learning from what's her face. And why is she doing that? That's kind of a bit of a sexist statement. And the fact that no, she's, she's only going to be doing it just to attract a man as opposed to. She's, she's constantly had these conversations with herself that she's, she's making these changes in herself in order to. In order to, when she runs into Rand, gain his attention. Okay, but you don't. And she's frustrated by that. You don't think she also enjoys it as well? No, she doesn't. I don't think. I don't think she does. Uh, that's it. Okay. With I just figured that she enjoyed how she more gaze. She's yeah, enjoying I, how she's looking. I, I think it's it probably both. Is what I actually think. I think she's enjoying it, and I think there absolutely is an element of maybe Rand will like this. She's she's absolutely she's she's absolutely, you know, thought. That this would be that what she's wearing would be something that might attract Rand's attention more than the breeches that she's using. Which is funny because I bet now when Rand, right. I really hope when Rand yeah, sees her now, it's not going to be like he's going to be like, what are you wearing? Yeah. Yes, that would I be hope. A, that would Who be a great you? turn. That would be the best response. But that yeah. was Anyhow. that was that was that was great. I, I yeah. thought that that was I thought that that was really really funny. It is funny. So let's let's return to the the salad days of Tower Two. Uh, there they are in Saladar. All of you know, all of are accepted now, except Egwene, who is in Kyrian. So, what do? <laughs> There's so much to, to to discuss here. So let's start. With, I don't even know where to start. With Min and Elaine and Rand. Elaine finally reveals to Min that she's in love with Rand and Min is like, oh, I am too. And they have this several paragraph conversation and then at the end of it, they're fine. Elaine, before this point, knows about her vision? Does she know about Min's she, vision? Yeah, she did. Okay. She apparently did She know. apparently does. So most likely she's been thinking about this for some time. Most likely she's been thinking about this a lot for some time. That mm-hmm. she knows Min's visions come true, mm-hmm. and Min's envision that Rand's going to be sh- shared with three different women or two two different women. I don't know if she knows how many, 
because uh, she does. Uh, well, I don't know because Min no, at this they, point they says discussed, there's going to be another. They discussed three. They right. discussed three a couple of times. Did they? Did they? Because when she mentions about the third person not knowing, Min or Elaine seems a little surprised in this section that they don't know. So you think you think she's surprised that they don't know who it is, as opposed yeah. to the fact that there is a third? Yeah, I don't think. Okay. I think she's... But regardless, she's had to think about this probably for some time. So I don't think it's quite as abrupt as you just mentioned it and that, and she's just all of a sudden just fine with it. I don't think there is a all of a sudden. I think all of a sudden has been happening ever since she's known that. Ever since she's known she fell in love with Rand, she's been going through the back of her mind, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, I'm going to have to share him. I'm going to have to share him, and there's nothing I can do about it. If I want this guy, I have to share him. So I don't think it's that sudden. I, I think it's, okay, if I want this guy, these are the rules. And I've known these rules for some time. And this is the point of either, you know, fish or cut bait. But I can see how they accept it because it goes to want. And she has that fantastic line where she says, and I'm gonna, I don't have the exact wording, but she says, and I think it was Min that said it, I'll take Rand any way I can get him. What, what we I go think back is to strange what, is how quickly it gets resolved. That's the only strange thing I find here. Which happens, which has happened with them at the beginning of these conversations when they, when Elaine first heard about this stuff with men. She was like, got quickly I'm totally cool then. with these things. It got quickly resolved then when men first discussed with Elaine that there are going to be more three women involved in Rand's life. They were both just like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. Let's just be best friends now. And this, you're talking this was just recently, just now? No, he's talking or about before. No, the I'm original saying that vision. happened in the original vision happened in book what two? Okay, they were fine with it. Got resolved right away because yep. it didn't have any consequences. Right. Yeah, and at that well, this is just how this is how he presents. This is how Robert Jordan presents his relationship. At that point, that, though, it did have consequences for Min because Min sure, already knew at that point. So it's not Min that I but have. But they just moved on with their relationship like it was no right. big deal. They this did. Is how these girls do this? Do do these things? There well, was a the real interesting part will be on the end. There's a bit of a fit put up, but I, I feel no, like that'll they, be the less interesting part. Oh, for me, it'll be the most interesting because she's the most feisty. She's the one who's she's the one who actually lives in an Aiel culture, right? But that's accepting amongst the Aiel. These women are not Aiel. That's what I'm talking. And not about. only that, not only that. Well, no, but that's I her mean, near sister. I mean, Avienda has already seemed to move past this. By the way, she's she's know. been like, yeah, we've we've been together, and now I'm good with it. She's going to be betraying Elaine. I don't. I don't know how good, good I, she no, is. No, I her, honestly that. feel like I honestly feel like Avienda at this point is fooling herself into believing. Oh, this is is that I was going to sleep with Rand, and now that that's over with, then I'm done with it. That's what it seems. That's how she seems to be dealing with it right now. Oh, you think she's just? I don't think herself? that's true. Yeah, sure. Mm, yeah. Were Nynaeve and Elaine received by the Aes Sedai in the manner you expected? They certainly didn't expect it that way. Well, right. It's I love your the expectations, fact that, though, I love that the I'm... fact that it was just brought up beforehand. Uh, what do you? How do you think they're gonna? How do you think they're gonna receive us? Oh, sure. right. Yeah. Yeah. And then that like ends the chapter. Is this what you expected as a reader? Uh, yes. Probably. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Other than it seems they gave Is him it... more freedoms. They gave him more freedoms than. I th I think they should have gotten I more credit for what they did, but I think. Yeah. Oh. In regards to the way these eyes and I are, I guess it's not surprising. Hell like, no. Like Sorry. The, the, heck the, no. The, the girls are thinking like you would think, like we as readers would think. You'd be like, what the heck? 
dude, they did all this crazy stuff. And yeah, you're getting on Swan's case about, you know, cashing just these teenage accepted or novices out to the wild. You just throw them out to the wild to, you know, to go chase after dark friends. But guess what? Hey, it kind of worked. And not only did it kind of work, it kind of worked really well. And it worked better than anyone expected. And these two are, you know, pardon my French, but they're badasses. So, yeah, but we've seen this. Before. But we're not going to recognize any of that. And because we've that's who they are. Before. That's what they do. Like, the, yeah, yeah, you're right. We've they, seen this before. Yeah, they, they accepted him as I, I, I was surprised that it wasn't any more harsh than it was. I, I think it's just it. It ticks me off because I'm like, I'm like, I, I feel like the girls. I'd be like, what the, what the crap nuggets is this? Like, come on. But that is how, that is who they are. And I don't understand why do the I said I do that? Like, what, what do they think they're teaching here by doing that? Because most of the time it's some sort of teaching lesson or it's some they're sort of. They're teaching you to be, well, originally what they're doing is teaching you to be hard and teaching you to be able to deal with everything. And how, how many of them, how many of those I said I could have done what they did? I don't know. It not, starts not many. I agree, but I, I'm just I'm just remembering the fact that they have gone back to the tower before, and yep. they had accomplished a whole lot. Yep, and they got put to even worse tasks. They now got put Yeah, and now I feel like in that situation like when they went back to the tower, though, a little bit in the fact that they're like, okay, you did actually go out and you did some do some things, and we can actually learn from that. And so now they're talking to Elaine about making the IDOM. Well, the difference in, in when they went back to Tower 1 as opposed to Tower 2 is Tower 1, they had to be punished the way they did because Swan couldn't let the world know what they were doing. She specifically had to punish them so that no one suspected who they were. They couldn't have any accolades put on them because then they, sure. the Tower would know they're out seeking Dark Friends and that Dark Friends were in the Tower and, oh, the Black Aja actually exists. Yeah, but I would imagine if, that, if they weren't anything other than they are that they would have gotten kicked out for doing what they did. You think that they're being favorably treated because of how powerful they can be? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah I guess they I could have been harsher. Sure. sure. I mean, their their potential, I think, is is acknowledged is known by the Aes Sedai that are there. So it's possible that they were given favorable favorable treatment because of that. At the same time, they were just doing what they were told by an authority. I think they went they didn't that. really have a choice. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, they were they all, yeah, the code they were doing what they were told. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, we're yeah. going far back. Anyhow, um, but yeah, they did. They followed the rules. Anyhow, orders. I was honestly to answer your question, Eric. I was surprised by how "quote unquote" favorable their their response was. I didn't think it was favorable at all, but I think it's in line with everything we've seen thus far. It still just uh, makes I, me. I, angry I mean, they're I'm not so, they're I not think, cleaning anything. They're not doing any dishes. Elena's. I think they were being received. Elaine is now strong enough to do things without thinking that some I said I can't do it all. Yeah. She yeah. Moves, I just she, think they're being received as more than more than accepted. Oh, they no, they got thrown right back into their accepted training. I think they're accepted. I mean, Fowling is the one who's of all more people, she's the one that's but not yeah. quite I said I. Speaking of which, yeah. I mean, she can't get raised to I said I because they don't have the oath rod there. Well, they also don't have an Omerlin. Right. They're, they're yeah, just, the Oath they're, Rod. They're, they're, that is still, a very big, yeah, that's a very big deal. They're still disorganized. But, is there only one Oath Rod? Yeah, as far as we may, know. Hey, maybe Elaine called, can make another one. The Oath Rod. Right. What is all of this leading to? Because these Aes Sedai are not going to be able to use the power against the other Aes Sedai in the tower. 
they're not dark friends. We don't we we've agreed that Elida is probably Florida. not a dark friend. So they are useless other than being able to organize and run food to men or whoever you want to have in your in your army. They're gonna have the, the armies are gonna have to duke it out. This is just gonna be a regular ground war. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as opposed to the last war on the tower that we know of, which is when Hawkwing brought an entire army to the tower, where those, if they had been attacked, those women would have been allowed to defend themselves because they would have been attacked by non Aes Sedai. Would they? they yes, if because their lives you can are in jeopardy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because the oath rod allows you, if your life is in peril, you can defend yourself with the power. Right. You can't be the first one. But if it's two, right. If, and if it's two groups of Aes Sedai, then whoever attacks first is actually in a less powerful situation because the other group can counterattack with channeling. Right, so that's why they're just going to leave it to the men. But that means that the men that first attack are going to get channeled on because those people are under attack. Those men aren't going to attack the Aes Sedai. They're going to attack the soldiers. So they're going to have to attack not... They're going to have to make sure they're not attacking anyone who's Aes Sedai. Pretty much, I guess. This is an interesting schism I think they're hoping that it... that they beget the overwhelming force and force the other person to do it before it ever actually comes to fighting, but that's what it may actually have to come down to. All right. What else do we have on Elaine, Nynaeve, or, uh, you know... Well, there's that... I think there's the interesting moment that Nynaeve observes Swan and Leanne and their subterfuge, and she picks up on that. I mean, they've... And she uses that as blackmail. Right. She uses it as leverage. We know that Swan and Liana are working to working with each other and are deliberately presenting a different front to the rest of the Aes Sedai. Now, did we actually know that from when they? Well, I, they I talked to each other about it. When was that specifically said? Because uh, last we knew when we left them. When they, yeah, it was it was when they initially got into uh, when they initially entered Salad. They said something about it, it being planned, but we never saw the acrimony like it was this strong. Right. So. The whole point, rather, was just the fact that she picks up on that and she uses that against her, which gets her her ability to study this. Because Nynaeve seems to think she's going to be able to heal Swan or Leanne and maybe Loghain, though she doesn't want to. Well, it's that's that's all based on her... Anything can be cha- healed mentality. Right. I I think that Nynaeve experiences with uh, oh. Mogadine... Yes. She experiences the fact that there are... Mogadine is telling to her, telling her that there are forsaken that are in there that that are in this dream world in the flesh. It's Rand. It's Rand, Rand, Rand and Ravine and coming Ravine. out of the No, it's Ravine. Rand and Ravine, and she's yeah. so scared because that she that they're going to be they're going to be killed by this. So, this goes back to Lord Luke and the fact that if you're he's able. A dark well, no, and the well, but no, not a dark it's just the fact the that there are these people that are traveling around in the dream world in the flesh, it's and so that they're more powerful. Mogadine was terrified of these people being there. She seems to be terrified of a lot. Yeah, I she <laughs> Okay. I have the feeling what a I have the feeling she's probably done that herself because she seems to know a lot about it. Robin is apparently he's not as powerful as more Mogedian or Lanfear, but Rand is probably more powerful than he is, 
and and if you're if you're in there in well, the flesh versus just uh, see, I think he's more, oh, wait, you you you're saying Rand, he's not Rand, no, no. Ravine, you said you you don't think he's more powerful than Mogadian Mo or Lanfear. Oh no no, he is he's he almost was equally as powerful as Rand. The only reason Rand yeah. was able to overpower him was because he had the fat man Angriel. Well, so Rand, Rand Ravine is more powerful than those. Rand two. hasn't reached his full power uh, either. So okay, I mean, sure, so I'm not saying that Rand is as powerful point, yeah. as Lanfear. Or Mogedian, by the way, I don't. I don't know that he has reached that level of power yet. I think he's going to exceed it at some point. I think point. he. Ha I, I think, think he has. has. But the fact is that there. He, well, he has. I to think have. he has to have because he has he's because more he powerful. Landfear, right? And not only that, he's more powerful than Nynaeve by a considerable amount. And Nynaeve sure. was more powerful than Mogedian. So by proxy, he has to be more powerful than Mogedian. At least I don't know about Landfear, yeah, but Matt Mogedian okay. for sure. So all, all I'm saying is. Mogedian, what we know is she doesn't like direct confrontation. There were two people that were yeah. that were yeah. that were in a position to be able to channel more power simply because they were there physically versus being there spiritually. So do we do we know that when they're there in person yes, they can she, channel more? Yes. Or are they just more Mogedian says that expressly. Okay. I thought she just yeah, said that's she why says she's that naive afraid. is not she says naive isn't angry enough to be able to deal with it. So if there well, she even if she was okay. angry enough, it wouldn't matter because she uh, wasn't there as fully because she's channeling into that weird little thing to make herself yes, there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um what a brilliant idea on Nynaeve's part to to think of the IDOM and, and to to trap yep. her that way. Yep. That's crazy. Like well, she knows she's beat, she's terrified, and she totally fools her with this. I mean, that's you just mean redeems herself. I, I was going to say that, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> that that's amazing. Like kudos to you, Nine for being able to think this up. Do, do we have any instance of even knowing that, the, that, that, that would work in the dream world? We have, I don't know because we don't know that much about idons in general. Well, I mean, we know a little we don't, bit. We don't need to know about. We, we know enough to know that they're a Tarangriel and 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 that they are a link. Right. So, but would we have any any reason to think that a, a an, an Angriel would right. work in the dream world? So Adam 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 is asking the question about the Angriel. We know enough, and, and Nynaeve knows enough about how the Angriel work to expect that if she can make it to work in the dream world that it will work the way that she anticipates. So it's all its all just because I'm imagining it's real, it is real, and because it's real, you're going to succumb to the laws of what's real in my mind. So Right. So the bigger question is, can, can she actually make it work in the dream world the way that it works in the physical world? And this is what we've been learning by the interactions with the wise ones, is that yes, and apparently those, yes things can. Can, those things can happen if you have strong enough control, which is why, which is why it's been so important that Nynaeve and Egwene have been working on their control in the dream world leading up to this point. That's why those, those that's true. That scenes of them. That's a very good point. That's, that's why those were taking place. Yes. That they were missing. Yes. The other, the other interesting thing though, is that Nynaeve uses Mogedian's desire to subjugate and make things grovel to herself against her. She crawls at her deliberately. Oh yeah. Cause she knows that's what she wants. Weakness in order to get close enough to her to slap the bracelet and the collar on her, which is very, very clever on her part. All right. Let's get Randy here. So Egwene thinks sometimes she sees another man looking out of Rand's eyes. We get a lot 
through these lot, a lot of loose Theron. eight chapters of the fact that the Rand Althor lose Theron balance is constantly tipping more toward the lose Theron direction. Yeah, we I think that's really. I think what's really fascinating though is that Eric, you brought this up originally when it was Brigitte and the fact that she said that it was super scary because she was a baby and she was physically that baby, but there was part of her mind in the back that was just herself that was trying to break through. We got two different things living inside Rand. Yeah, and it's 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 funny because it's something Eric was talking about before is that he doesn't want to lose Rand. And it just seems more and more like we're going to just lose Rand and he's being, he's going to become more loose Theron. I don't know that what we're seeing happening to Rand is loose Theron. I don't think it is. I think we've got loose Theron, who is what he is, and then we've got Rand and what he's becoming. And I think Rand is becoming something different, but it's right. not attached to Loose Theron. But we've addressed what Rand is becoming and the changes in Rand's personality. That's not what we're talking about. Well, now. that's what Adam was talking about in losing Rand. I don't think so. I don't think that's what he's what what I think what what Adam is mentioning is what I was talking about, which is the fact that we're getting more and more of Rand recognizing that things that are that are that he's doing are Loose Theron. And recognizing moments where oh, see, I don't Luz Theron is doing stuff, and we even had a battle. I mean, Rand is Rand is starting more and more to fight for maintaining control of his own consciousness versus moments where he's recognizing Luz Theron is doing stuff. I, I don't think like I, I vehemently disagree with any personality and change in Rand right now having. To no, do no, no. We're not talking. I'm not talking about if if I take when you say personality change to be to mean that Rand is starting to behave differently within Rand's own consciousness, then that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking okay. about more and more instances where the loose there is button his head off. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. It's okay. happening with greater frequency. Yes. I don't think that is more a mention of Elenia. Right. We get right. We get direct references to that. We have all he seems to talk about. We have the whole battle with Asmodian, where Asmodian is. I'm not talking about when he's trying to change him into the beast, but there's a moment when he's trying to change him into some some a person, another person. And Rand thinks that that's loose Theron. And that happens. We're just getting more and more of these loose Theron moments. And if that's a trajectory, we're heading to a place where I'm afraid it's Luz Theron who actually fights One, Carmen Gaiden and not Rand. I think we can all accept the fact that it's going to come to a confrontation between the two. There's going to have to be a confrontation or a mutual understanding. That's There's only two outcomes of this. That's, I don't see the get mutual understanding. I, I, that, that just doesn't seem... <laughs> to be the way that this book is headed. Probably not. Um, okay, so but, you're but gonna have those I'm, I'm giving you, and I'm giving you the choices that could right. possibly oh, happen. Right, yes. Absolutely. I'm not oh, saying sure, what is sure. going to be. I'm going to say those are our only choices. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Because not he's with, not going not away. With, not with the next book being called The Lord of Chaos or these all these things being called fire. And <laughs> Egwene is, is concerned about these changes and how they might impact Rand's feelings hey, toward Landfear. Whatever, Egwene. Like that's that was, how I feel about you. That was her yeah. concern. She says she she says to Rand, she hopes he's changed and uh, enough to do the things that he has to do. While we've disapproved of a lot of how Rand has changed, Moiraine seems to actually approve of the changes great. in Rand and hope what a great for more. Subject. Yeah. What impact do you think Rand's inability to kill women? <laughs> Huge. This it's, is this is this is gone beyond. It's one word. It's large. Haven't we seen the greatest, the the worst manifestation of it though? I mean, it isn't. Didn't we see about as bad as it could get? 
I, I don't nope. think so. I think it could probably get worse. Did, didn't it just almost lead to Rand's death? It, it almost did, it but kill didn't. It could, right. Could kill we, we dealt with one person who men. sacrificed herself to save him as opposed to more actually dying. No one else actually died in our, in our cast of characters. I could see it leading to that because of his inability to act. And that's my concern. Okay, so, right, yeah. so... But I can see it getting incrementally worse. If, you're right. Some of those people the could have died. World, so, but but no, let's the but entire let's, world that we're talking about could die. Yeah, very well. Rand, if that's it came down, that's right. my point. Rand could have died here. His inability mm. to kill a no. woman could have led to his okay, death. Yes. And that's the it. That's it. That's checkmate. Yeah. It doesn't I, get any no worse than that. that. It all depends if you believe the dragon can be reborn again. Not but, in this era. Well, right. We would go to the next it era. It only gets worse. It would get worse for Rand because it could be another Eliana moment. If he killed a woman? No, oh. if he did not kill a woman, and then every woman in his life died. He, yeah. Right. yeah, 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 I'm following you. Okay. Yes, you're right. We're probably headed toward a moment where, where other already, women di- or other people die because, because of it. Yeah. But this was yeah. a moment where if he died, he could also die because of it, and that's worse. His yeah. death well, is worse than other people's. I will yeah, say the only now the reason that he didn't is because of is Moraine. I will say that now, theoretically, the largest and most imminent threat to him in that regards is dead. Yep. That's a little relieving. Yes. Now, Egwene doesn't have to worry about it anymore, about how he's going right. to act around her. Should Lan have told Rand not to have relationships with any other woman and that death radiates from each of them? <laughs> no. no. I loved it. <laughs> I, I agree with it. We get yes and no. I get yes. We, well, if Eric was talking earlier about responsibility amongst friends, you know, and oh, if you geez. if you care, we're going you, back here. Well, yeah, because their it, friends it, aren't. Yeah, they? No, it was exactly. like a thirty minute conversation. Okay, but, but no, I, I mean, we're gonna, we can we can truncate that, that very easily. Just if that's the context, then the flip side of the coin is Lan actually believes. Yeah. That he is looking yeah. out for his friend's best right. interest. I right. don't disagree with yes, Lan. Yes, I agree. I so there's truth, there's truth to both that sides. Is the best, I think that is the best advice to give as a friend. It's not going to work because Rand's yeah, madly because in love with the, all three of these women. Well, no, it's not going to work because oh, of and what Rand said when he would tell Nynaeve is the fact that, oh, you're not going to believe this. Not, not only that, but... Men's viewing, and that's game over. Right you know there. what? It, it might be the best advice. We don't even know what men's viewing is at this point. Actually, we have more of an idea now than we ever did before. But uh, Not really, because we, all we know is that, that three of them are in love with him. And it's what probably that really good advice to give to the Dragon Reborn. I don't necessarily know it's great advice to give to Randall Thor. Mm. No. I'm going to say this. Lan spent more time with Rand than any of us have, and I agree with him. He's and the one that was time, training him. And less time with women that he was in love with. <laughs> it's like he doesn't know women well, at all. <laughs> no, Lan understands. Lan understands his, uh, the fact that he is wed to the sword. Lan understands his own feelings, but apparently he doesn't understand what you do and or do not say to a woman. Especially if that is, woman's name is Naive. That's how he. That's exactly how he understands. He understands. Don't ever say this. This is what it's going to do to cut it off. No, it's never going to cut yet, it off. It's not going to with Naive. Right, because right. it's Naive. So it's ineffective to say. And and then if he thinks that's going to work with Elaine, he doesn't understand. It's like these two do not understand the subject matter they're talking to. It's like yeah, they all yeah, of a sudden do not I'm get saying, these women. I'm saying as a as a 
friend to Rand. He's not a friend. As a mentor to Rand. Well, he says I he's a friend also. Thing. I think it was a good thing for him to say. I think he just might have been I the just wrong think he's, thing. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I think it's. But I think he just, just made the situation. He's basically worse. saying, "Hey, don't get confused with all this other stuff. You got a kind of long road ahead." The other stuff so is maybe what's going to save him. Let's wrap up the conversation of oh. Rand with the discussion of Rand enters the world of dreams, and and there was there was a he question did it once before. before. Yes. When I don't remember. The, right, you wouldn't because because he because, does because. The only way that we know that this has happened is what is what is going on here. So think about I thought he's, that he's tearing a hole in reality. He's he's chasing after Robin. Yeah. And there are a couple of moments where Robin does some crazy stuff. Right. And the only way the we knew that that around him. The only way we knew that could possibly happen was he was in the world of dreams. Right. And but when was the one that. other time that he was chasing after somebody where crazy stuff was happening with matter? Oh, that was a uh, at the end of the it Dragon Reborn. Guy, yeah, was, it was that guy's he name. Was that you were chasing a Shamael. But we don't ever have yeah. an instance of him ripping open the fabric of reality to step into that world like Rand does here. He was, Actually, he he chased after the gateway that a Shamael had created. Up, right. He went okay, up okay. the stairway. What, they, what is implied here is that Rand did this before as opposed to jumping through a hole that somebody else made. That's not what Jordan is saying here. He's saying Rand has done this before in terms of ripped a hole in fabric himself and jumped through. Or at least that's the way I took it. I mean, the way that I took it was Rand has been through this situation before. And I thought back to, because because that moment chasing chasing uh, Ishamael, where all of a sudden the entire air was fire and then it was jelly and then it was water was so crazy to me that it stuck in my head. Right. But we didn't get, there was no instance of there was a gateway. He jumped through. There was no hole. He was just all of a sudden there. Well, they, they stepped through, they stepped through a gateway. Right. And they stepped through a gateway. Right. They didn't go through a gateway because Rand's shoe got shipped off while he was running up the stairs and then they went through an entryway okay so i can avoid okay, the so term gateway he i thought they were right. saying that Rand had created this no, no Rand has just been in okay that right. makes a lot more sense that's now. that's the way that i read it and then that explains why all of a sudden he's swimming through water with these fishes with sharp teeth out of nowhere it's because he was chasing he's he's that's, had two instances where he's chased people who have incredible control over Teleron Rio. Yeah, it's like also what Perrin experiences when he's trading with the wolf. And this right, and this is something that Jordan does a really great job of is giving us an initial introduction to something where he doesn't really flesh out all of the details of it and then later on we have a, a similar experience where we're given more information and then we're expected as readers to retrospectively understand what happened. So Rand has done two things here he's never done before. In the world of dreams? No, in reality. In the flesh, he's ripped a hole. He First of all, he's created his first gateway to, to peer in at, at right. Robin. Yep. Then he's also ripped a hole in the fabric of time to step into Tal Ariad in the flesh. Did he create that or did Robin did. create it? No, he, he did. He creates it and he goes through. And, and yeah. I mean, it's, Isn't it's he sort of, chasing that's, that's why Robin? I was confused. That's why I was confused about... Isn't he chasing Robin at the moment? He he, he he gets there. He definitely he definitely creates a gateway for the first time. So now he has an understanding of of traveling versus skimming, which is which is a huge deal. Even though he's not quite sure how he did it. Yeah. But now we get a better understanding of what that chase after a Shamael was, 
And that's the reason why when it happens to him this time, there's, there's, a, there's a similarity there between, between the two happenstances. So he does a lot of really, you know, as, as happens at the end of a lot of these books, a lot of really powerful stuff happens that Rand sort of can learn from and try to reproduce and learn through that. However, now he doesn't have Asmodian anymore to teach him. No. Speaking of people that have disappeared, it's time to wave happy trails. Or not so happy trails. To many characters. The least important but most disappointing to me is Pevin. Rand's standard bearer. (laughs) Who I've been a big fan of. I wish I could say for a long, long time, but it's only been several chapters. It's been two weeks. And and there you go, Pevin. You were run through with a Trolloc spear. And well, unfortunately, you weren't close enough to Rand to get struck down by lightning and revived. I will say this much. No more misery can befall him. Pevin it has, can't get any worse. Pevin died with a miserable smile on his face. Yeah. Happy trails to you, Pevin. Happy trails to you. Happy trails to Robin. You uh, Really? Do, are we sure he's gone? <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm pretty really sure so. that burning in a towering inferno. Yeah, he's, uh, he's dead. Why, why wouldn't you think he's gone? I mean, I'm on board with you, Rand, that okay. I'm not, I'm not sure Mogedian or not Mogedian. I'm not sure Lanfear or Moiraine are gone, but we'll talk about Did that Did you just a call me Rand? When he's chasing Ravine, mm-hmm. he senses a residue in the air right. of no. where Ravine has gone to. And yes. he recreates that residue. Yes. So he does create his own there we go yes right he sees where he's gone and then he reproduces well he sees a residue of a weave right ravine yeah i mean there's a lot of consequences to this once again we talked about the the backlashing of effects but now the throne's vacated andor 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 has no no king no queen she's gone everyone thinks the queen's dead yep there's going to be a power struggle, I'm sure. Same for, thing that happened in Kyrian. Right, yeah. Civil war, perhaps, civil war. or Not perhaps. who knows what. Definitely. Definitely Unless, civil well, war. There was Rand civil can war step on... in and be like, I'm the king. Yep, sure. But um, he's still got to nail down Kyrian. And right, now we well, and we know he's, he's holding it for... Ilian. We know he's holding it for Elaine, because he says right. this, he's got he's got someone in mind, and everyone's like, oh, do-do-do-do. So, yeah. Goodbye, Ravine. And I wonder... Yeah, he's going to go after Ilion, but... I just want to say this as a caveat. I'm very surprised he died that fast. I thought that it would have been more books with him on the throne. He did enough damage, but, man. I mean, he's been on the throne for a while, causing all kinds no, of problems. It's not been that long. But well, if, if, Brandon, if Rand had gone off against our... Samael, would you have thought that it had been too short for Samael? I would Samael? have thought it would have been Samael that died, honestly. Hmm. Well, I, Rand, I don't think we've gotten. I thought it was going to be Samael. Well, here's I the know. thing: we've gotten a lot more of Ravine over these books than we've gotten of Samael. So it, exactly, that's why I thought it would be Samael. Oh, to me, it makes sense we, just in in writing yeah. of now yeah, we're gonna because, now we're well, gonna get no, more he was Samael. Established, sure. he was established to have like he got up to this point, and I just thought it would be more chaos with him on the throne. But <laughs> I, mean, I, thought, I thought it was a great battle. I like how he got his face melted, and we encountered crazy stuff. Yeah, we learned a lot more about things that, that can get done in Teleron Riode. Yeah. Somebody who's not going to be yeah. able to teach Rand any more about Teleron Riode is going to be Asmodian. That's somebody who I did not see dying at the end of this book. Me either. That, you bring him back from yeah. being dead to being dead again. And Well, 
it, it, is he dead? Yeah. Uh, who knows? He's, I don't know. He was good charred there. On, I mean, if, if, if we, I mean, then we no, can I'm go talking back about to dead, dead in the end when whoever it is that, that does whatever they do to him at the end of the book. You, oh no. Oh, right. Yes. I mean, you don't, you don't do that scene unless he, and we, the beginning of the next book is, and he gets punched in the face. Well, he could be enslaved. He could be, and, and all sorts of things. Uh, I suppose, Adam, well, how I mean, did you read it? Been, that has been these books in general is that these, you know, the biggest evil keeps coming back to life. Yeah. I mean, we've so. seen Ishamayel. We thought was dead three times. I do think it's very never, strange. Yeah, that, yeah, I do sure. think it's really strange that Moraine would go to warn Rand about him specifically, and then he dies at the end of this book. It's weird. Well, then the question is: Does Rand know? No, not yet. W- will no. he ever? How do we know? Well, yes, he'll know. He'll know sometime I mean, within the yeah, next couple of nights when his minstrel like, doesn't oh, show up. Well, that doesn't mean he doesn't think he didn't run. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you don't have to know he's dead. He's just gone. There's yeah. many reasons he I could mean, be gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's he a could, good point. He could conclude That'd that he's funny. fled instead. I hope that happens. Well, I, he's like that darn. That I darn hope guy. not, because then he could go on a wild goose chase looking for Asmodian instead. Sure. We don't want that to happen. That would be a major distraction. Well, as of this point, Asmodian, last oh, we boy. left our hero, can't do that much with the power. So well, right, but if if Rand is chasing after a dead guy, I mean, that what could I take... was surprised about was here's what I don't understand: when Lanfear went into the thing and died, we think shouldn't the weave around Asmodian have disappeared? So if yes. it didn't, she's not dead. Okay, so let's transition to let's transition to Lanfear and Moiraine because they're tied together here. Yeah. Adam, you were wondering where Lanfear had been and, and what she was doing with Kadir. So Lanfear had, you know, had put the fear of God into Kadir regarding sporadically appearing. regarding her yeah. authority over him and what he was there to do and make happen. And she comes back. Why ab- did she appear to him once as Lanfear and once as, as Why did Kylie? She, Why did it only, matter? The only reason I can think that she appeared as Kylie is she appeared outside the wagon. Okay, okay. Because sure. you're right. It's really insignificant. Well, but he, he, appearing or outside the wagon, wouldn't everybody else be like, where'd that broad come from? It was probably well, just a safety mechanism. I don't think it's of any, it, it's not that interesting. And, and it creates a dramatic a moment too, right? When he hears her voice before he sees her. Right, because he is shocked. I mean, She's she shouldn't have made it out of the somewhere. waist. Yeah. Well, she, she should be bones in the waist. Nobody makes it Very out of Very large that. bones, apparently. Oh, you're saying she's large bone, not fat. There you go. Giant femurs. The uh, the size of what you would never believe. So it's funny. She she goes in and she's she's talking to him and she questions him and he's he's trying to just give her any sort of information he has because he realizes that's what she's looking for is just information. So he wants to spill it all out. Does not go well. And it's and it's the fact that he's seen Rand and Avienda together and and suspects that something has happened there. Because and that he's there's, deducing how women look at men. And there's probably some rumors going around about that relationship. That's the thing that does him in. Yeah, no fault of his own. His usefulness has ceased because who knows why? 
I mean, she's ticked no, off. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think she has I guess a, there's if you're not, not a rational if you're not moment paying there. Attention to, if you're not paying attention to what this person actually is, I, I, maybe. I mean, we know it as a reader that that's what she's obsessed with. I guess that doesn't come across to him. No, no. how would he know? He has no way of knowing that, like, she's she she was once the lover of some dude back in the he's age of legends. implanted in this other guy's head. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's yeah, not yeah. going to know any of that. No. But he doesn't know. Goodbye, Kadir, and can't say that I'll miss you because. Well, I don't think anybody deserves to be skinned alive. He's a dark friend. He deserves nothing less. So Moiraine has known about this moment since Rydian. The first time I read this, I threw my book across the room. I was so upset. I have never in my life been so attached to a character in a book as I have been to Moraine. That's awesome. It's great that you it's had an emotional never, experience with a book like never, that. That's wonderful. Right. You no, never because I read about Dumbledore. You never read about Dumbledore. <laughs> so, so we'll address this here really, really quickly. You never experienced this because this is a trope. He does it in a great way and, and it is emotionally compelling, but this is, this is not the first time that the, like this gets done in fantasy. So we we've cited no. some of the other versions of it. The the most direct one that that really that I can think of is Sirius Black because Sirius Black in the in the Harry Potter series Eric, literally was, falls through a door. After this, that was after this. After this, this was this was comes well before after that. this. Well, why are you bringing this. that up? It's just indicative of a tro- of a trope. Gandalf did it beforehand. Obi Wan Kenobi gave his life up so that Luke Skywalker could be guided by him. I was surprised that this happened at this point. And not only that, but that, that letter that she writes, I don't know why, and I don't know why I, I attach this character so much or what about her it is, but like that letter is just fantastic. It yeah. is. And the amazing thing is that the, the end of the letter itself is the one that hit the, the, it's what you brought up before, Dave. It's, it's what hit the hardest with me is that you will do well, Rand. Right. And this is on top of the fact that earlier, Earlier, when Maureen met up with Rand, she said, "You are no longer the boy I met at the." Okay, let's get into this. Well, let's get into in? this letter, that? but we didn't wrap up Lanfear. I use okay. I use these two as a tie-in, so we're gonna we're gonna end with this letter before our Coplin of the week and who leveled okay. up. But let's wrap up Lanfear first. So this was oh. an amazingly powerful Aes Sedai, probably the uh, the most powerful from the Age of Legends the most powerful forsaken from everything that we know. And I don't believe either. Of next them to maybe Demandred. All right. And, and now they seem to be gone. I agree nah. that we haven't seen the bodies. And so in any sort of story, that's a concern. It, you know, I can't get back not, out to the Angreal. We know that much. We'll be looking out in the next book to see if they reemerge. It is concerning that the shield on Asmodian didn't disappear. I would agree that that is a major key to whether or not she's actually dead at the same time. And now we can transition to Moiraine. Well, wait, Land but, but, senses that Moiraine is gone. So if sure, Moiraine is gone, hey, Lanfear is gone. Is there, can is you, there another, is there another fantasy book series I haven't read by Robert Jordan? That's about, uh, Moiraine and Lanfear's travels through the, 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 through the, the doorway frame. Doorway? No, why? Yes. It's called, <laughs> it's called through the looking glass. Right. They through the twisted friends. storm frame. Well, they, I will they, say just falling forever. And can you? Like, oh wait, what do we have? The door frame completely melts. Wait, they can't get back is, now. No, that's question, why I said that earlier. I said that. Yeah. No, no, no. My question is: 
So there's another door frame in the tower that goes to the same area. No, it doesn't go to the same area. It goes that you're talking about one in tier, and that goes to a different realm. Right, the snake that goes people. to the snake Remember, people, not have, the foxes. Right. Oh. Well, do we know that they're? Do we know that they're different? Well, they, the they way they they look different, different, yeah, and they operated. Remember, they they operated as almost sealed off now, things. I'm just trying to keep Maureen alive. I'm sorry. I, I understand. You, you I want to keep her right. alive too. Right. Um. So, yeah, you're right. That, that's and that's what I'd said. The There's no way is, out. Right. The bigger thing is not is not that they die going through it, but that the door completely. Well, dis- what I'm wondering, the, and the reason I brought that up is. So there's all that crazy power going on. We know who the stronger channeler of the two is. Mm-hmm. Moraine disappears. Mm-hmm. Lanfear's bond is still there. Right. So my question is, when the when to, to the other side, did Moraine die at the and hands Lanfear of Lanfear and Lanfear not die because That's she possible. was a stronger channeler? But right. that was my question is, right. can you channel when you go to the other side? And we don't know. But apparently you can because it was still going on while they were gone and then Why the door frame melted. Why do you have to bring that up, Dave? I'm just curious. Like, He's killing his why dream. You gotta, why you got to do that? I'm trying to figure out the physics, Adam. <laughs> Remember when we were skipping along? I know. Believe me. With hands held for Marin. Yes. Right, yeah. Now we're just on our knees. Crying. Trying to skip. And I'm laughing at you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, now you're you going to see, see what happens to Ram without that positive influence. It's, it's going to go downhill it's a, it's rapidly. A, it's a big loss. And, and I don't like losing Moiraine either. I mean... I, I've been disappointed with who she's been for the last couple of books. I mean, even with how could you have been? Cause she hasn't been, even, she hasn't been around. Well, that's what I'm saying is that yeah. even with the role that she's uh, decided to take, it still would have been nice to have some of those moments with the two of them talking with an appreciation. Apparently she's the only one he talks to. Right. Yeah. We had some, we had, we had, some here and there that we commented on and so, it's sad that it's few and far between. So Lanfear could be gone or Jordan, could not be. It's, it is right. kind of weird that Jordan just like made her disappear and then killed her off. But it's, it's the fact that it's the fact that Lan's bond is gone. That is the stake in the heart of Moiraine for me. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know yeah, how else I it could agree. be otherwise. I didn't really believe that Tom was dead. I believe more that Moiraine is dead than when Tom went off to chase the Fade. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I had to put don't. it on a scale. But she does leave this letter I don't, for Rand. I, I should because of what you just said. Yeah. It well, is, those that's are, pretty damning that, that yeah. now he's off to go do whatever he's going to do. Right. I mean, I sto- like story it. logic doesn't kill off Moiraine, but the logic of the story sort of kills off Moiraine. Well, yeah, the bond disappearing right. is like, I don't know how else that would happen. Right. So she leaves this letter for Rand. She reveals that she's known about this since Roydian. She tells him not to trust Varen, interestingly, or any Aes Sedai, but she uses Varen's name and, no, and not names of any other Aes Sedai. Yeah. Now, we can get why she doesn't trust Varen. Varen is the one who's insinuated herself into the, con- into the confidences of Swan. The best part is Varen's done nothing but good stuff. No, no, no. Let's get. But everyone like Eric. doesn't trust Eric her. Eric has been questioning Varen. No, I, I completely agree. But she's done nothing for us to distrust her. Literally nothing other than oh, being in places at times. No. But everything she's done has been good. Definitely, right. she's, I totally right. agree. With yeah. you. But everyone because doesn't trust her. This. No, this is this is this is how I've been doing it the entire time. But Eric has been always yeah reticent about trusting. Yeah. 
I'm Very. based on no trust. factual evidence. I'm, it's just a gut feeling. And now, now what? And now Moiraine doesn't trust her either. Yeah. So yeah. Moiraine's uh, in my corner, not in yours. I, <laughs> I don't like it at all. You thought you were on Team Moiraine. Moiraine is actually on Team Eric. She seems know. also to know about Alviarin. Rand shared the letter with her. Right. She seems to just flat out think she's Black Aja. Oh. Hey, do you think Moraine regrets her decisions, her early decisions of how she handled Rand? Yeah, I think so. She says that. I don't know what she did differently. What she could what she could have done uh, differently is had a more hands off approach. And would that have worked in yeah, the beginning what would when he that wasn't inhaled? Like, what would that have entailed? Or, or giving him more information rather than holding every holding. Yeah, all the I think that would have been the bigger difference: is giving him more that information. Seemed, the yeah. hands-off approach wouldn't have worked. Right, you have to tell him something. Right, you have to. She had to get him at least out of the two rivers. Yeah, it seems she really. Yeah, so she tried to guide his steps by withholding information. Is what you're saying, then? Yeah, she was she was too close-minded okay. about stuff. Yeah. Okay. It seems that makes sense. It seems the letter to Tom informs him of what happened to his nephew, which is interesting. Do you think I want to read this letter? I want the I want to know Rand, what's in this Rand letter. wanted to read the letter. Yeah. But fortunately do you, he doesn't. Do you think she actually knows about that? Or she was lying about the fact that she knew information? I think she knew she was gonna she, die. There's no point in lying. I think she's got something to tell him. I don't know how much of the contents of what she has to reveal. Well, remember, but... she told. Well, she remember she told Tom that she knew what happened, and one day she would tell him. Yeah, um, that when whenever so, that day is, whenever Rand sees t Tom again, which who knows when that'll be. She's not lying to Tom, and then I don't think so. No, doing that at the beginning of this book, Tom pulls Moraine Saf like Sapphire from a fire in Egwene's dream. Does I forgot about? Does that, that have anything to do with this letter that? Moraine is sending him? No, the letter that Moraine is sending him is about what it's happened about to his, his nephew. Well, his we nephew, don't know that's yeah. all that it's all about. We we know that's maybe part of it, but there may be more to it. We don't know. Yeah, I'm just so confused about whatever that was. This I'd completely forgotten about that. Yeah, it just brought up my it just brought up the memory in my head about that when this letter was specifically sent to Tom. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, they they those two seem to be linked. To those two being Tom and Moraine. Right. But I hadn't really thought about that because I'd forgotten about that particular yeah. vision. I mean, this is the only link that we know of up to this point that they have. But this isn't a link of him helping her. This is a link of her helping him. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, the, the, the thing that's weird to me is why in the world. That's why we need to read this stupid letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it, I just don't get why Tom would be pulling that from we don't know a fire when he's not anywhere close to where she this is an allusion to something else that we have no idea about yeah 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 all right she knew who Natale was yeah all, all along apparently how well because she's Moraine Redian? well yeah but do you think that was no I think it's just Moraine being Moraine. Right, Mo Moiraine being Moiraine and, and using her deductive reasoning and probably understanding that Rand would be on the outlook for somebody to actually teach him. Not only that, but I mean, if you paid any attention to the way that Rand talked to him 
no simple gleemans getting these words shouted at him like amongst about people like you wouldn't care you wouldn't care about your minstrel that much to be like having him with you all the Especially time not rand as much as no. wayne would say that rand has become an ego he's not this guy right. right and then he just says strange things to him yes like if you add them up and you're a smart woman like Moraine is. Don't get me wrong. I would love to have somebody constantly walking around me providing me with the Patel. soundtrack for my Patel. life. That would be awesome. Mine would not be good. I wouldn't like it if it were Asmodian. Or if it were constantly revealing the, your inner emotions, which Asmodian is always doing. It's like just getting a dirge <laughs> yeah. all the time. I love this letter. I already miss Moiraine. Why yeah. did we not get any of this leading up to this moment? Why didn't we have any of these sweet interactions between we did. these two? We did for a very short period of time before she went to Ruidian. No, and then she became the most, morose. This is the most of Moiraine we've had in a long time. No, it's so sad. Yeah, it's it's so awful. Well, I like, hate it. Like, like Dave a couple podcasts ago when he was lamenting or he was praising Avienda. Now you're finally praising Moiraine. So welcome to the team, Eric. Yes. One of you have lost her. Right. Don't Dave know I, what you got. Dave and I go. would offer you a. Dave and I would offer you a hand to skip down the street, but we don't have enough energy because we're mourning. We're we're morose. Who is your Coplin of the week, Adam? My Coplin of the week. I don't know how it can't be Elida, because she's just my Coplin oh. of the book. Okay. Good call. And the fact that. What the heck is she doing? Nothing. Good. And then she's just demoting. She's arresting accepted. And she's just making less and less chairs in her office to be available <laughs> to have any conversation. Her and inner circle to, has turned into an, an inner semi semi circle. She's trying to take control of the tower. Oh, I mean, she has control of the tower one, tower one as they would tower say. One, but that yes. tower one is now... Not doing well. Minus, yeah. She's terrible. All right. That's a good call. I did not see that coming. Uh, it's yeah. just funny I that mean, we get more information here at the end of the book of, oh, wait, remember her? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because so much is still, else going on. She's still awful. You forgot about just how awful she is. And then you find out, wait, yeah. she's even here worse. Here are more examples of how awful she is. Yeah. It's a good one. All right. Oh, nice. my, mine is, uh, is Mogedian. Well, that's a, that's a strong one because she's crawling towards. She's naive. so annoying, and she's been pervasive throughout this whole book, sneaking around in the in the uh, in the back scenes, uh, similar to what Landfear is doing. But Landfear is creeping up her the backstairs, and now Mulgedian might be the most powerful Forsaken out there, except for the fact that. Eventually, Nynaeve had to release her, or well, she's sitting snoozing somewhere, somewhere in some tent. Hopefully. Hopefully, Nynaeve can find her soon. But she's caused a lot of problems for Nynaeve. She's fractured Nynaeve's psyche. Hopefully, that's gotten repaired at this point. Uh, I'll keep calling her Mogadine. But she's she's because that's what it's yeah. said to me. She's yeah. a she is a rotten soul. Yeah. So she's my Coplin of the week. That's a good call. Mine is Rand. <laughs> Whoa! Rand cost me Moraine. Rand cost the world, Moraine. How, okay, how so? Yeah, because he can't kill a woman. Because he couldn't. He oh, couldn't okay. kill a woman. So you want you want you want Rand to kill women? Okay. Well, I want him to kill Landfear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think that is like. It's, a, it's not even a second it's thought. Not even a woman at that point. That's just no. a horrible being. She's evil incarnate, totally and you can't you. kill evil incarnate because of the gender. Hmm. Uh 
you're screwed. Yeah, I understand. I guess I understand that more than you guys. There's three other Forsaken women. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that, Eric? I said, I guess I understand that more than you guys do. I I can understand why he would have, I would have a pro. I I can understand the challenge that that would be. My friends? Challenge for me. Or this some random woman. Mm -hmm. Um, Not even a second thought. Okay. Not even my friends. The world. That, That too. That too. I, and not only that, your life, well, no, because yeah, the whole world depends down, on your yeah, life. Eric, yeah, Dave, if I nail it down to my friends or my family and there's just some woman, sorry. Yeah, you're going to go. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I will feel I'm bad about it, but I'm not going to feel, I would feel much worse if my friends and my family died because of that oh. woman. Yes. Definitely. And then how would, you, how would you deal with that guilt? Because that's what he's dealing with now. Well, yeah. Eric, I just, that is awful. Hey, Dave, if ever you and I have a situation where there's a woman in front of us, we'll that's stick gonna Eric kill us. off to the side and say, and don't Eric you come is, anywhere no, near this. Eric is the only one that's going to be able to save us. We're, we're screwed. We're, we're screwed. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, in other words, then we have to bump Eric off first. You're the so worst. Therefore, we save the rest of us. So Eric's going ah. off the light boat first. Oh, my gosh. Uh, For real. For reals. Yeah. Eat, Adam, be chum. Adam, who leveled up for you? Nynaeve leveled up for me in the fact that she, uh, I don't know if it was like quick thinking or if she thought about it beforehand. The fact that she used the IDOM yep. on Mogadeen. 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 We say it in yes, these parts. In these, it's not a coffee. Books. Is Mogadeen a coffee? It sounds like a coffee. It's is like it a, an, is it a cap? It's like Nestle Toulouse. Uh, no, the fact that she uh, was able to overcome everything that she's been fearing in her this entire book. Yeah, she, she yeah, being she, weak and whatnot, and she finally and she did it. It was a little rough because she was crawling to her originally, but then she overcame it. She, and she way she to go, Nadine. Yeah. Hopefully, we won't have any of these other annoying. And then she siphoned. She siphoned her. her powers, and she. Did all sorts of crazy stuff and tell tell Andrea that she'd never done before. Yeah, big big win yeah. there, big win there for yeah. her at the end. Who leveled up for you, Dave? Moraine for the last time. <laughs> I mean, she. Yeah, sure. She yes. went to face her death, which she's known about for a while, which can explain some of her some yeah. of her demeanor. And she did it. Oh, we didn't talk about the fact that she knew the Too other late. two. No, we didn't talk about the fact that she knew the other two uh, versions of what would take oh, place. Oh, the outcome. If, what would happen if she had oh, not gone well, yeah, down Either Rand go insane yeah, or Rand fall we'll in love with Lanfear. Yeah. No, we don't have to talk about it. That's just it. No, it's right. It's, two bad choices. She yeah. took the better one. She, and yeah. at the cost of herself. And uh, it's kind of like. she knew it enough to leave that Tarangaril out. Right. Right. She, she did a lot ah. of planning the night before. Yeah. She had to know who Kadir was, right? I don't think that's necessary. She just knew where it was going to happen. I think, right? I think she knew she was oh, going to confront. Oh, that's so Lanf, weird if she Lanfear. didn't know who Kadir yeah. was. Yeah, that's really I, just, bizarre. That's bravery and, and courage of a whole at a whole another level. Um, you know, when, when you have to make that choice and think about the fact that she intentionally forestalled Rand to not go attack that night. Uh. That's why she did it. She said, go tomorrow, mm-hmm. knowing that she was going to have to die tomorrow and that he was going to have to be there to witness it, to have it all happen, yeah. to work out. 
Yeah, that was a moment that I read that was just like, oh, wait, no, you're saying go tomorrow and you're agreeing with the fact that Rand should go there when you wouldn't any other way. Right, right. And yeah. the yeah. signifier for her was the fact that somebody was going to come and reveal that Morghese was dead. And so that's how she knew that it was the moment. And that's that's the reason why she put this all those machinations into place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my pick. So uh, mine was also naive. Let's not forget that she also killed Robin. Adam, um, you, you cited the fact that she... Rand, Rand killed Robin with Bale of Fire. Yeah, Rand killed Robin. What are you talking about? She set him on fire. She set him on fire. Rand then blasted well, okay. him with the Bale of Fire. So she Rand, saw him Rand ultimately him. killed him. But if she hadn't set him on fire, Rand would have been turned he, she into She led him there, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. he Because uh, he was going to kill her. Robin would have killed her. Well, but Robin would have turned Rand into an animal. And he Rand would have been trapped there. Potentially, if Rand had... If, well... One of two no. things might have happened there. Theron might have taken over and been like, no, we're going to do this instead. It seemed like Rand pretty much had Theron in control at that point. I don't know if Rand ever has Ther Theron in control. Well, I think he, while he's not got as much of control over him as he did before, he's still got enough control over him. He certainly disappeared once the Balefire came out. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think I think Nynaeve being there is necessary. If she's not there, the savior of the world gets Probably. gets trapped. Yeah, not only that, he doesn't know least. where he is, too. Yeah. So she's she's there. And then not yeah. only not only that, but she she overcomes this this fear. And yeah. her, she seems now to be on the road to good footing again with Birgitta. And well, she can uh, get over that stupid block she has. And Elaine. And my gosh, with the maturity that she's that she's been developing over these last couple of books, we could be seeing like, I mean, we Naive know she's the most powerful of all of these people. So she could the be girls. Yeah, she's going to be really, really important. And she could be, you know, sort of a counterbalance to Rand. Yeah, she can That's go off and kill funny the women that you believe that. Because I just feel like someone's going to make her a sweater that doesn't fit her right. And she's going to be <laughs> upset for about uh, two and a half books. Well, I tell you this much, once she gets word from Rand about land, she's not going to be pleased. She did get, no. I she, think he told, told her, but right, we got right. we got no reaction no, from her about it. We didn't get the reaction. We didn't get the reaction Rand told Nynaeve. Yeah, he did, Adam. Right. But we no, did not I get the reaction. I think Nynaeve was just like, eh. Nynaeve's reaction, well, we got a little bit of a reaction. She was like, I well, think her not, reaction was exactly, I, what, I had exactly what Rand thought it there would be. There will be more. Yeah. Uh, Whatever it is, she's not. She's Ugh. going. She's going to ignore that. Well, right. What we what he didn't say was that she went off. He went off to a green sister. I think he did. I think he. he no, didn't come Rand did not say that. Oh, okay. Rand did not say that to her. Land said that to to Rand. Rand. But Rand did not say it to her about Land. We don't know who that is, right? No, not that I know of. Because we always assumed it was just going to be Nynaeve. I don't know that we assumed no, it was going to be anything. No, 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 we no. did. We definitely did. All right. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah, that wraps up episode 45. Yes. Join us for episode 46 when we'll read The Lord of Chaos and the prologue. So until then, may you rest in the creator's hand. May you know good hunting, young bull, and she's to give you many cubs. Do viene se tovia te gain.